Welcome back to the Lifespring Age, episode 25. Empathy is the enemy. As the group wait for Laffy to emerge from the pool, they are sent to locate a powerful item to help her return to them. Emotions are unleashed, and we learn more about the party than they would perhaps be comfortable with. So that was uh, how we left it last time is you guys had left Haven Oral and started on the road, the well-trodden road, into um, Algadane. You are heading towards Cadenshire, which is uh, where Wolf grew up. But on the way, you're going to pop into a place called Greencrest. But before you manage to get to either of those places, literally pretty much as soon as you walked out of the gate of Haven Oral and started on uh, what I'm affectionately calling in my brain the Yellow Brick Road, <laughs> you saw uh, a dragon fly overhead, a crystal dragon. You followed it into some woods along the side of the road. I can't remember exactly what time I said it was, but I'm going to say it's around lunchtime for the sake of. I think it was just after lunchtime. I think yeah, it's just, yeah, middayish. Yeah, middayish works. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I've got a, like a lingering cough today. Um, uh, so you'd gone there. Uh, you'd had a brief chat with the uh, dragon that was guarding these two springs. Um, it said it was there guarding them for a group of. Uh, Legendary demigods you've heard mentioned a few times, the Little Sisters, uh, often in uh, relation, uh, often in um, relation to, um, you know, Kudo Sword or um, like like Laffy looks like and whatever. Um, Kudo, you put your sword into one of the springs and it, you know, it replaced the batteries uh, and it's Duracell, some, extra life. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's you know, you've taken the demo sticker off and now it's it, it's full hand the child controls. It's it's beefy. It's real. It's real beefy now. Yeah, um, just strap some beef jerky to it. It's yeah. oh yeah. It's it's beefy suddenly yeah. It's it's a. Uh, I'm gonna regret this uh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Laffy decided that she was gonna go for a little paddle. Uh, so the last you see of Laffy um, is as she you know puts her hand in, like touches the bottom. Uh, doesn't seem to get affected by the, the the scalding water that hurt Yukido, so she pops her legs in and like wades into the water a little bit. Now, you had seen these ponds, and they are very much ponds. They are not super deep. They are not lakes by any means. They're like they're fed by some kind of underwater spring that's making them bubble, but they didn't appear super deep. But there's this blinding flash of light and the sound of a splash, uh, and when you kind of open your eyes again after this like flashbang. Um, Laffy is nowhere to be seen, fully submerged, presumably, in this lake that is rippling. But it's it's like someone have you um, like have you seen someone put bleach in water, then puts a, a bulb underneath it, and it looks like Nuka Cola from Fallout. Yeah, it's it's like glowing. It's that True. kind of effect of the pond. Uh, what, it's just, uh, what are you talking about? Bleach? If you put a little bit of bleach in water. Ah. Um, it changes how light passes through it, rather than uh, like a small. Um, Oh, what's the word? A, a, a small break in it. it. It changes it and diffuses it throughout the water, so it glows. Ah, uh, yes. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. It's really cool. Looks really uh, cool. The, th yeah. the thing why I was confused, I just heard bleach, and I thought of the anime. <laughs> and I was confused. Oh, what is yes, if you put bleach about? anime in water. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, this this is the last moment you see uh, of Laffy. She kind of like heads into the water, facing away from you. And there's this flash of light, a sound of like 
not not like a splash as in like someone cannonballing in, but like the sound of someone naturally entering the water. When you open your eyes again after the blast, she's nowhere to be seen. The pool is aglow and bubbling. Um, the dragon that was uh, watching over the pool uh, is jumps down again um, uh, and it starts padding around the pool, like observing it very, very closely. Uh, what do you guys... Want to uh, want to do um, so just just for context. Uh, Azalea is still there. Uh, Rusty and um, Riptide are still there. They're just kind of like like rubbing their eyes, gorming out a little bit. Wolf, did she have her Logitech controller? Um, funny joke, but Wolf is like she immediately like looks around, looks at the dragons, like immediately like she was relatively calm. She's immediately stressing. Um, just like looking around, like uh, panicking, essentially. Just like, obviously, she knows that this fucking radiant water, or whatever it is, is gonna fucking burn up. She gets as close as she can. Just like looks up at the dragon, really like scared, but like doesn't have know what to say. The dragon looks down at you. Um, I would not touch the water. I'm assuming she's wearing a mask, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend it either. I've really, just what? Ha- ha- hmm? The Wait. water will scold you. No, I, I'm not. I've, what happened to her? She, she has gone into the waters. Well, I more than that. More than that, she has returned to rejuvenate herself in in the glow of the waters. It, um. Is, is she going to be alright? If she is one of the sisters, she will be fine. And the, the dragon kind of turns from you a little bit, um, so you're not kind of in its way, um, and breathes over the pond that um, Kudo put, because there's two of them, um, put, breathes uh, over the pond that he put the sword into uh, and uh, exhales its draconic breath into the pond and it starts bubbling and frothing and, uh, you know, like, he basically put the carbon dioxide back in the water uh, to to rejuvenate the springs. Um, the the dragon seems to like fade temporarily, like it, it's taking quite a lot of its energy and effort to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it kind of shakes up um, and turns around and, and looks at you with this uh, this smile. And goes, you are blessed. You are all blessed to join her on her journey through these lands. What is that? What exactly? Her journey through the lands. It is said the sisters gather those who are those of the propensity to have the most power. Oh. Um, I was just like muttering to herself, uh, nervous still, but like trying to calm herself down. Probably does take the mask off just to like breathe properly. <laughs> uh, just like sitting at the edge of the water, just listening. Do you need a brown paper bag? Possibly. <laughs> the, the. I give task. you my water flask. Thank you. <laughs> this isn't a brown paper bag at all. This is a leather bag of water. Um, <laughs> the task oh, no. of guarding these springs has been mine for generations. It has been my privilege, my honor. Uh, it has kept me here. And now. The sisters perhaps have returned. I may well be able to move on from here. Once 
once she has used the pools. Um, how, how long have you been here? Many, many hundreds of years. Many of your lifetimes. And he's, mm. see, he's in front of you is this looks a relatively young dragon. Like, yeah. looks. It's very hard to age them, but like, um, he is probably much older than he looks, but um, <clears throat> he is kind of looking at you and like spreading his eyes from the uh, from you to the pond. Uh, the ponds, I keep saying pond, it's not a pond, it's a pool. Um, he glances over to the pool where Laffy is, and there's it's glowing, and the, the glow seems to build and build and build and then burst out. Um, I need you all to make wisdom saving throws. One second, uh, a wisdom save, a wisdom save. Okay. You're still hiding in the tree away from yeah, the you still need to make it to he knows where you are by the way. He's at some point looked at you. Oh this is more for my own benefit than for the dragons. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm going to use advantage. No! Okay. <laughs> so this uh, blast of light, this wave of energy. Uh, Rusty and Azalea just freeze. Like they're under the spell, or under the effect of the spell. How Bolt convenient! Um, yeah, it really is. Uh, Lou, uh, what happens to you, Lou? This is very unusual. So you failed your wisdom saving throw, and you've been hit by this wave of something. You don't know what it is. Uh, you have this overwhelming um, feeling in your chest of anxiety uh, and excitement, like anticipation for something. It, it's like it's almost uncontrollable. It just takes complete charge. Of your um, your body, like your your heart's beating faster, like you like it's it's you're a kid and it's Christmas Day, you, you can't wait to open your presents, that kind of thing. Um, Wolf, you get this very strong feeling, but not overwhelming feeling of curiosity, um, like what the hell is going on? What's around the corner? Uh, what's this dragon's name? Why is the sky blue? Uh, you I mean, know, weirdly, what, that what was the question trees? I had. Why is the sky? No, what's the dragon's yeah. name? Um, so yeah, this feeling of like almost overwhelming curiosity um, and kudo. So it's not uh, overwhelming because I no, it's, I no, it's not. It's almost. It's like it's in control, but it's there. It's like a nagging feeling at the back of your mind. It's it hasn't overtaken you like it has for um, uh, for Lou. Like that her, she's just consumed by this anticipation, anxiety, and excitement. Um, and kudo, you have this uh, real confusion going on. Like like you've. Well, I don't know how confused you are in real life, but uh, like uh, you, yes. you're not quite sure what's going on. Um, the, like you can kind of follow the conversation, but all of a sudden, like it's not like a curiosity. It's like that the, the pieces aren't fitting together. Um, you have this moment where you can't quite grasp the the, the situation. Uh, the dragon like, winces and like uh, scowls. Um, revealing these draconic diamond teeth uh, and like his claws dig into the earth and it winces as it kind of staggers back from the pond and he says something something is wrong yeah we thought that when our friend disappeared that that was expected what wolf like stands at this point um what can we Dude, can we help? <sighs> There's, she needs something of hers, something to, something to to bring her back. There is, uh, uh, there is something like a focus. Missing from it. A focus. Can I, 
Can I make a performance roll to um, play me throwing wolf in the water as? What? But I'm like, sorry, uh, what did you just say? So like, dragon, pretend to throw wolf into the oh. water. Yes, like, yes. just go up and make a pretend yeet. Because the yes, dragon course, says yeah. uh, we have to give her something of, of Laffy's. <laughs> Let's see this performance roll. Oh my god. It's pretty it, good. It was so close to the net 20. What are you doing? Well, the dragon said something of Laffy's. I... She needs something, so I thought um, you... What? No, you misunderstand. This... He, and he kind of sniffs you, like, he comes close to you, um... He comes close to your wolf, uh, and sniffs you, and, like, nuzzles into you, not quite as affectionately as he did with uh, Laffy. He just... There is... There is something there, part of her in your heart. I can sense it, and... Again, with the small one there. But you are your own creatures. It isn't something of hers from before. She will need it bringing here. To bring her back. Something for her to latch onto. Something of the sisters. Ah. What about the so sword? No, the sword was never hers. The sword was Miranda's. How, do we know something that's hers? Uh, uh, this is one of the things I was set to guard. It's like looking like through her bag so she has anything of laughing. Something Wait, from before. Wait, you're looking through your bag of folding? Uh-oh. I, I mean, she's looking through... If With you bag are... holding, you have to like, name something, don't you? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. Can't, can't quite. Remember. I know I think, it's like you can, as an action, pull out the name thing. But if you are like scrambling, I mean, through I it. guess I think she'd just be searching through like the, her bag that she has and the bag holding, just mm. looking through. Because I know, out of character, I have a few things that Laffy had, um, like the ring that Wolf is wearing and the letter that comes to mind quickly. Mm -hmm. um, but she's just like looking to see if anything while the dragon's talking, still listening, but mm -hmm. frantically searching. Mm. Um, the, the, dra the, the dragon kind of sh like puts its uh, pad, paw, claw, I don't know, its hand uh, on your uh, on you, uh, like reassuringly, not uh, like, and it shakes its head. So, no, you misunderstand. Something from before, something infused with the power of the sisters, something akin to the sword, but separate. There was something else I was set to guard. Well, is it Wait, here, then? It is close by. Can we go and get it? Can you tell us where? It gestures uh, towards the uh, the rocks. Um, it, it goes, I need to remain here to ensure that she is safe if she does return. But beyond those rocks, there is an item. An old staff of the sisters. Perhaps that will help. Right. Um, how far is it? Not far, but the effects uh, will grow more. Will grow more powerful the closer you approach. Uh, this what, is why I. What are, the, what are the effects? Uh, you surely have felt the change in your emotions. Uh, Slightly. Yes, those th those effects will become almost insurmountable the closer you get to the staff. What? what but 
Do, what does it look like? Where, where, where specifically? Beyond the rocks, in the trees, in the glade. You will see, you will recognize it. It's the staff of the moon, buried okay. into its hilt. But as I say, beware. You are now sharing the thoughts and feelings of the one referred to as Lafette. Her emotions have spread into you, yet she knows not. Alright, um, we'll be back, back. Um, what, what should I call you? I, I'm Procyon. How do I spell that? Uh, P-R-O-C-Y-O-N, Procyon. Cool, cool. Um, alright, um, is, we, we, we won't be long. Um, it's like, uh, tries to position itself between, uh, Rusty and Azalea and Riptide, uh, to stop them. Uh, is Riptide also? Well, she's shaking it off. She's desperately trying to shake. In fact, let me make a save for her. Because if she doesn't, then she will be gumming out. Uh, 16, yeah, she shakes it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wolf is just like, she sees Riptide get out of whatever thing she was in. Uh, just starts walking. And while she walks, she pulls out the uh, just one of the crossbows and activates the right on it now. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Yep. Uh, okay. Oof. That's fine. <laughs> Beefy. <laughs> it's Five fine. damage. Um, okay. So as you are leaving, um these so this uh um this this other wave, this like kind of explosion of light that emanates from the pool and washes over you all, but you're kind of all walking away from it towards these rocks. And there is like a uh I'm not going to say like an echo, but like an answering call of light from something behind the rocks, like in, in like the middle distance. Uh, they hit you, <clears throat> all three of you, and there is this moment of um, just like overwhelming grief that all uh, three of you and Riptide feel. Um, now, this is where it's going to get a little bit artsy fartsy <laughs> um, because I. As you have this moment of grief, the three of you also see and feel each other's grief Ooh. and what's causing it. So there's this flash, this like heart-wrenching fear and grief that's suddenly hit you. What is it that you are grieving in this moment where your emotions are completely out of your control? Um, I will start. Uh, as you are sharing Riptide's grief, as for the moment, you see in your head this perfect picture, this like encapsulated moment of this CL family living in this absolutely beautiful coral reef. It's it's like all the best shots from a nature documentary. You've got Nemo and his dad. You know, you've got all the all the all the all the sea that that is warm. It's light. It's not super deep. Um, the, the water's crystal clear, and there's this family of sea elves, and there is the impossibly beautiful mother of the this elven family. She is elegant. She's got this long dark hair that flows out behind her, um, and she's she's like a mature elven woman. It's like timelessly beautiful. There is a equally very handsome and very beautiful elven man. And they're swimming together, holding hands, husband and wife. And in the moment you see them, you know they are mother and father. And they are just like generic, generically elvenly beautiful. Like they're stunning. And behind them is a younger uh, woman, a, a younger elf girl, who again has this impossibly long and dark 
uh, hair that flows out behind a kind of like a uh, an inky wave that's been released from a squid but it's it's perfect it's it flows off her and it just accentuates her beauty it doesn't hide anything she is elegant she is lithe and she's coming up uh, to to her parents and they're, they're so happy to see her and then there is the girl you know as riptide younger and she's still the riptide you know she you know she's very big she's she's strong but she sees this image of this perfect elven family and she is seen as like this ab abnormally elvenly ugly like she perceives herself as like this this monster comparative to the, her impossibly beautiful family who are elegant and graceful and she isn't any of those things she's big she's strong she's powerful but she's she she can't compete with it like she can't understand how her family's so attractive and she's not and she's like left behind from them uh the other elves kind of treat her with this almost suspicion perhaps as this uh maybe she isn't truly full elf there's something else going on she's got these weird um uh birthmarks of like a dragon on her neck and that's meant to be a great thing think sign of a great leader but there's this this woman this girl she's she's full of anger she's full of uh strength she doesn't look like an elf she's she you know you like you have seen her she's like attractive in her own way but she's not a traditionally elvishly beautiful woman and the grief that riptide feels of the constantly being reminded that she is like she perceives herself as less than her family in some way just because she doesn't fit in with the physicality of it is the reason that she feels she can never return back she has to better herself in some way and as that moment kind of stretches on you see her trying to do these things that are traditionally associated with femininity the art the cooking um, and she fails most of the time at all of them, and that just makes her angrier and angrier. Um, but yeah, w what about you guys? So I'm still writing. <laughs> about how to describe the scene I want to say, but I, I'm blank. <laughs> well, you don't have to describe it as that. I mean, you can just give us the thoughts and feelings. But like a riptide knows that you see th th this is an image that's like been like almost sucked out of her, and you as like out the corner of your eye you can see her fists like balling up. This was something she never wanted people to know. Like, it's deeply ashaming for her to know that there's something out there that she's trying to be great at, and I won't say failing miserably, but she perceives herself as failing miserably at it. Yeah, held herself to a very high standard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, impossibly high, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can go if no one else wants to. Um, so I think for Wolf, it is... Um, she probably, as she's walking, like almost stumbles or doubles over, um, and everyone else in the area feels this sense of... It's almost similar to Riptides in a way. Um, loneliness, um, feelings of... Pain, um, being isolated, you probably see images of a young girl who you can assume is Wolf lying in a bedroom on her own, um, shaking, um, her body sweating with like a fever or something. You see people around, you know, a mother figure and a father figure, um, trying to reassure, but 
just not being able to. Probably a scene of her looking out a window to a beautiful farm with animals and people around, but she's just stuck in her room. Probably images of her talking to someone about it, um, not being able to articulate the emotions that she's feeling. Um, probably all of this interlaced with flashes of fire and bodies and ruins people dying the screams of the past um just her not being able to feel like she can fit in because of what she knows um and that instance where she clearly gets like her ceremony in the hunt but is still on her own even with all these people who do the same thing um fighting but not enjoying it probably even the moment where she shot cow um, and then feeling horrible about that, the scene that you all didn't see of her leaning against that tree, reading a letter that she's holding in her hand, crying, just that overwhelming sense of inadequacy and not knowing what to do. Okay. Uh, Lou, Kudo, are either of you uh, ready? You don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be a... Uh, it doesn't have to be a... Uh, a huge amount, but you know, if you if you have if if even it's just the feelings, um, but yeah, just something that would give us an indication of the kind of things that those characters would feel the most grief about. Um, for Kudo, you would see um, basically uh, first seeing a family of Tanukis just uh, cuddled. Um, Hugging basically in a circle, like four of them, obviously older than Kudo, two of them, presumably the parents and two older um, siblings, and a few younger ones. And then Kudo just leaving for the time being, with like with the sword and uh, the metaphorical stick with the bag on the end. I don't know if you have the picture in your head. Yeah. <laughs> and then a time skip forward to basically now, where you just see the family crying over kind of an altar, because they haven't really heard of Kudo back and didn't see him. And presumably they think he's dead. And just the pain he's... Um giving them just by his actions and his attempt of bettering their situation. Okay. Um, finally, uh, Lou, what is it that is ripped? Also, I will say that you know what's being pulled out after it's gone, um, but you you know, you know have no control of it in character, obviously, in, in, as a player you do. Uh, but what is it is that is revealed from Lou? For Lou, it is her memories as a child. So she, her younger sister, her mother, and her father are in this poor, like, really poor part of town, playing in a park with some marbles. And she's having a great time playing with her sister, playing with her father. And as they go back to their uh, house, they cross the street with this rich looking man 
and he and his her father begin to argue a long argument and after a while the man just hands her father five gold takes Lou and her sister by the the wrist and takes them to a, a mansion of sorts and puts them to work as like servants been ripped from her family yeah Oof, okay so there's this moment this you're caught between these light blasts and this they, they, these feelings, these thoughts and feelings are shared without your consent, but with your full knowledge. You know that, like, you've seen those thoughts and feelings from other people, and you know they've seen yours somehow, just with the, the, the magic of D&D, guys. Um, <laughs> and, I, like, you I know, you stagger, you fall, uh, and as you kind of, like, do something, you look up, you know, about 100 feet away, maybe 150 feet away, very, relatively very close. It's a small glade, and in the glade uh, is this staff that the dragon has, has mentioned. It's um, somewhat overgrown with uh, forest crap, uh, you know, lichen, uh, moss, uh, leaves, vines, that kind of thing. But the uh, the there's this like perfect beam of light that's hitting it. Um, but it isn't coming wherever this beam of light is coming from it isn't the sun and you get the distinct feeling that even if it were cloudy or nighttime there would be a perfect beam of light hitting this thing um it's, i don't want to i don't want to say like sword in the stone vibes <laughs> but definitely like staff in the forest vibes um uh but yeah so riptide like um like you, you see her like clenching her fists and like kind of glares around like accusatorily like um almost as if she's like she's challenging anyone to say anything about what they've seen um she's not yeah she's i don't know she's deeply ashamed of what mm -hmm. you she's seen uh it's, it's very obvious by like the look on her face uh we'll just herself is like glaring towards the floor and her left hand is unconsciously going towards a pouch on her hip, uh, which makes like the sound of a bunch of marbles, like click clacking against each other. Mm. Uh, Wolf just um, tries to stand up, um, sort of looking around at everyone, just silently, probably like wipes a tear from her eye with like her claw with like a sleeve and just sort of says um I I think we should keep going yeah I hope you're right <clears throat> yeah okay let's go I think uh sort of well like obviously she's like looking I want to talk to them she just gives like a small smile to Riptide like nothing else just you know like a reassuring smile she uh, um yeah yeah I think she'd take that she'd her 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 barriers that she's obviously everyone has like the walls that they put up and there's there's cracks that appeared into them for everyone so she's not she's very unsure of her footing as she walks forward um and as you proceed down to it um as we proceed down to it how are people doing that are they proceeding in a calm orderly fashion or are we rushing down towards the sink 
I wouldn't be rushing. Is it like a dip or is it like a hill? Um, so it's like a, it's yeah. So it's like these stones that are behind it, and um, it's very much like imagine like three or four boulders on top of each mm. other, and then like a like a slow decline of about a hundred and you know, I said one hundred and fifty feet. So what's that in terms of meters? Like you know, fifty meters away. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It's not a super far. It's not. It's not steep. It's not. It's no. It's not, nothing you have to worry about falling down. Mm -hmm. uh, the ground is uneven um, and like has be, vines be and stuff. Careful. And this is not well trodden, but it's not difficult terrain and like that. Um, you have a clear run at this thing. Uh, I think I don't know about the, everyone else, but Wolf would just be sort of slowly, not slowly, but like normal pace going down. Mm. Um, but like looking out just in case, and sort of still with that curious of look, sort of anything she hears, she's like almost like like a dog in up. Uh, every time she hears something, she like, looks around. Squirrel! And like, yeah, squirrel! Uh, and like, holds it for a second before keeping, like, carry on walking and just like, very, like, senses are in overdrive. Yeah. As you get within, say, you get about halfway towards it, there's this other explosion of light uh, from both sides that happen at the same time. Um, it's, th there's no delay between them. These see, things. is it from that It's bit? from the staff, yeah. Okay. It's from the actual, like, it's from, like, the, so I don't, I do have a picture of it somewhere. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. Uh, I know so, Beth has it. I think uh, I'll have to find it. If, if, you, if you've seen it as well, I, I have it somewhere. I, I have seen the image, but um, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, so it's uh, it's got like this head of it, and the, this blast is emanating from there. It happens very quickly, though, within like a quarter of a second. Enough time for you to register it, but not enough you uh, time for you to get out of the way of it. Uh, yes, if you yeah, if you uh, see the in the um, VTT, it's, it says very cool, uh, very cool looking. Um, but all three of you, well, all four of you, including Riptide. So from basically that the spot where the butterfly is, uh, there's like this, like, uh, like kind of arc of light that blasts out from it. Um, again, you're hit by this wave, um, and for a brief second, you are all paralyzed in absolute terror. This is you are reliving the uh, moment of your life that is the most frightening for you. Um, the the thing that you know you that, that keeps you awake at night the thing that that you would give anything not to feel again that the bone chilling fear of whatever it is that you know has been the most defining moment of fear in your life it just washes over you and again I, I will give you some indication of that um for riptide it's when she um was out uh, she she left home um and she was she, she she had her weapon. She was out looking to find her way out in the big wide world, um, and she never had any problems. Um, you know, she was much physically bigger than all the elves in her area, and she'd never had any kind of issue um, in 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 helping herself out. But this is a, a younger Riptide, much younger, like years and years ago, and she is walking through this desolate landscape, this area of uh, just there's nothing growing there. All the trees have been uprooted. The anything that looks like it's been alive has been like torn from the ground. Uh, and she's heading towards a settlement in the future. She's heard rumors that there's a town that needs a hero, so she's heading over there. Um, as she's walking, uh, she she pauses to like drink from the stream, and, and that the water's all muddy, so she kind of thinks better of it. Um, and as she kind of like leaves the stream she turns around and she sees there are three hill giants there um 
individually she wouldn't have been concerned with them she thinks she could have like dealt with them but there's this moment of fear as these hill giants have seen her and they pounce down and completely physically overpower her um she's never had anything like this before to be basically completely helpless uh, she she is unable to stop them as they rip her items from her not her clothes her like her her like satchel her bag as they tear through it looking for something to eat they are eating all of her rations as one of them just pinned her down completely she's 100% at their mercy and she realizes that she's alone in this strange land where nobody knows her no one knows where she is and there's a significant chance that she'll never see anyone she's known she she knows ever again as she dies at the hands of these hill giants and that fear paralyzes her um temporarily uh, but then that fear kind of metastasizes in her chest and the it turns from this paralyzing fear into this absolute rage and humiliation that she feels as she's being just bodied by these giants and it ignites her barbarian rage um, and she completely loses her shit. Um, absolutely, completely loses all control uh, and engages with one of these hill giants and just tears it to pieces. Um, you know, the, the lightning, the, the, the strength, it's all there. It's all helping her. She's able to shrug off their attacks, but she's lost all control. And when she, like, simmers down and she's basically realizes that what she's done is completely killed this creature and would have done untold damage to anything else that got into her um, kind of reach. She is not only terrified at the thought that she isn't as, um, you know, competent as she once thought, but equally she is she's moments away of completely losing control and really hurting someone if things get too much. Um, and that, that's what Riptide sees. Who wants to go next? I'm really struggling to come up with something. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be anything for each other. It could have been at uh, the moment. It could, he could be reliving, uh, seeing fake Laffy. It could be you know. Yeah, no, be... that, that those all went through my mind. I'm just trying to think of something. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I do, do have something uh, yeah, in mind. Yeah, for Lou, it would be standing in a closed, like magic items shop. Blood is on the ground. She is maybe 16, 17 years old. She is holding a bloodied knife in her shaking head and she's staring at this man who has a stab wound in the chest. He is sitting against a wall and next to her is a, a, an older uh, dark-haired elf with like slight... Uh, but like salt and pepper hair, like slightly white from age. And he is ordering her to finish what she started. And she like can't move it. She, she like is completely paralyzed with fear. And the man next to her, the elf, kind of like sighs in annoyance and snaps his fingers. And from the back of the shop come crawling out this uh, dwarven woman and child but they are clearly on death the woman is missing her right arm and has a giant baseball sized hole 
through her chest and the child doesn't have any legs and they both slowly crawl their way towards the now weeping and screaming man and begin to eat him alive and her feelings of absolute repulsion, fear and self-loathing at the fact that in no small part she has caused this and would likely continue to cause things like these. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah. I would just like baby. to pull, I would just like to chip in that I had no part in that. Okay. <laughs> I was like listening and typing and then like what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Is there like a gore limit I hit like for the month or No, no, that's good. It's all fine. Um, you know, these these are your characters. I want I you to I think I did um... tell you about this before. Yeah, you may well have done, but I, yeah, I just I, I wouldn't listen to know. I had no part in that trauma. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of trauma, uh, who's next? Well, mine is a lot less trauma. Um, for me, it's uh, basically you see Kudo in a cave and picking up the sword in a slightly less glowing fashion. And what you see is kind of confusing probably, but just nothing happens. So he's picking up the sword and you see just nothing. Yeah. Not much to go on for all the others, but yeah, that's... So for, for that, is it... So I just want to make sure we understand the, the fear, is it that, that his fear that he's not good enough has been realized kind of thing? Yeah, and just that he's not power... That he's just powerless in in front of the in front of what's coming and the danger they are going through. Yeah. yeah, um, pretty, yeah. I'm really struggling. So I'm gonna make it weird. Um, I think for Wolf, it is... I think at first it's strange, because it's obviously like these, like taking these biggest fears, what keeps us up, what um, haunts us the most. Um, and I think it's sort of flashes of all of sort of a lot of the time that the group has spent together. Um, Wolf, um, the vast majority of them is either people talking, laughing, um, clearly, you know, enjoying other people's company. And it's probably a focus on Laffy, um, the, you know, the relationship that's brewed from that, the moments, you know. Wolf giving Laffy the letter, um, helping her friend Rusty, things like that. Um, and then it's probably all just cut immediately by the, um, I guess no one else would recognize it, but just the, the hallway in the frigid fang lair and the stare of evil Laffy and just all of the flashes of the thoughts, the memories that her and Laffy shared, and just the pure terror of what if it's a lie? What mm. if it's what if it's just something to get me to do what they want? What if it's emotional blackmail? Just that pure terror of thinking that all of this was fake. Mm. Yeah, so that, that those moments are shared. Um, again, there's like a visceral 
reaction from from Riptide as she kind of like she wipes uh, something from her face. You, you know, you don't get a chance to quite see what it was. Definitely from the eye region. Um, uh, she she wipes it. She glares around at all of you, um, and she's. So I had the sound thing sort of rather keeping to myself if I'm being uh, truly honest guys I didn't uh, I, I, I'm not very uh, happy about this um, let's get that goddamn stair yeah, it's well uh, uh, you should come over from there you're standing in the rain as it seems yeah thank you kiddo <clears throat> uh, uh, um, fucking hell Lou um, <laughs> uh, oh, you gotta, gotta, gotta laugh uh, right okay uh, let, 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 going to cry. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, let, 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 let's go. Let's go. Um, and so yeah. uh, you approach this thing. You get kind of basically. I think to for it. anyone looking, Wolf is like shaking slightly. Yeah, I, I think all of you. A, a physical reaction would be one hundred percent. You know, appropriate, appropriate and expected. Um, uh, so as you approach it, you you basically arrive to it. This thing is like uh, in the ground somewhat. Uh, it looks like it's placed in the ground. Um, who's reaching for it? Um, I, I, I kind of picture this thing. You kind of all stood in like a semicircle around it, uh, and there's this moment of like, like do you look to the person on your to your right <laughs> with like raised eyebrows. Um, I can just look at everyone sure? for like for a still that sort of curiosity, that sort of like all these emotions, but she's like. It's like when it was like a sugar rush when you're really excited, bouncing up and down slightly, just like the mm. nervousness and the curiosity of what's going to happen. Um, so I think Wolf's just like she says, like I can do it if you want, if if it's okay. And like as she's saying, she's already like going to reach for it. Yeah. She's not, she's not like grabbing it. If someone wants to stop her, they can. But she's like her hand is moving forward. Yeah. So as you uh, are right next to it, those feelings that I've described. Uh, you know your curiosity, your uh, so your Laffy's curiosity, the grief, the fear—they have passed. Uh, you are no longer like under the thrall of somebody else's emotions. What uh, emotion is going through Wolf as she reaches out to it? That what 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 is she feeling as she reaches out to it? Um, I think it's a mix between this sense of the unknown, if that makes sense, the mystery of what. Is going to happen like for all she knows laffy could not come back and this could all be some weird fucking test from this dragon mm. um but it's sort of that mixed with this feeling of hope almost like hope that with these people with this staff with laffy things can be better mm. and they while she doesn't usually think it, there could be a light at the end of this tunnel. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Um, the uh, yeah. So you reach out for it. Is anyone going to try and stop her? Oh. Nah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You reach out and you grab the staff. Um, there's this like it's it's weirdly cold considering it's apparently being bathed in sunlight. Um, it's uh, not like frozen, uh, but it feels very much like something you'd find in a cave. Like you know mm -hmm. that kind of like like just not been touched by some like cold, cold damp sort of yeah. yeah well not not wet but you not know, damp you know what, yeah that sort of weird yeah. it's not cold no it's not wet but it's so cold that it almost not, feels yeah. yeah yeah um your hand goes around it um yeah I can I try and pull it mm -hmm. can you make a strength check please oh Jesus or athletics uh, they're the same 
Uh, if you do a back roll, uh, I'm going to use advantage just okay. to see. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So, uh, well, as you first try to do it with the twelve, you uh, it basically it's moving from the soil, but the 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 lich in the moss, the vines, whatever it is, you know the um, the debris of the and the debris and detritus of the forest are grasping onto it but you you basically you square your shoulders and put your feet shoulder length apart and lift with your legs rather than your back and there's this tearing sound from the ground as the kind of the roots from the moss and the vines start to break free and it pops out of the ground uh you know you take it like a small step backwards uh, and then there's this another flash that's basically right in your face uh, balls like completely blind you um as you are overwhelmed again with these thoughts and feelings um this time it's excitement that is flooding you so you it's it's for you the most exciting thing the most exciting moment of your lives thus far um, and for Riptide, it is when uh, long, long after the incident uh, w- w- with her parents, when she she felt like she was comp- like she had this moment, this one day realization of being utterly alone. And it's before she uh, she'd had this thing with the trolls. She'd swam out to the reef. She'd heard this rumor, this this legend almost um, of this powerful weapon. Uh, that was buried in the coral, waiting for someone to find it. And people have been searching for this thing. It's, it's like people have been going out there with like the metal detectors and you know their maps on a picnic for years. Uh, and it was kind of like not a prophecy, but it's like a legend had it that it would only reveal itself to the right person at the right time. And she was out there swimming one night in this reef. And r- nighttime swimming in the reef is not recommended for a couple yeah. of reasons. One of them being sharks. Uh, but Riptide has always been kind of like a bit blasé about stuff like that. Uh, she's never really concerned herself with sharks. She, you know, she was a fast swimmer, um, and she was, you know, she was out, like she was strong. So she was out there, and there's this moment in the moonlight as she was like searching around for the, the, this area, like kind of looking for a clue. And the the moon was bright in the sky, uh, and all of a sudden it went completely dark. She thought, "Oh shit." Oh shit! There's a fucking shark, guys. I'm I'm screwed. Uh, she looked up to see this shark body, and it wasn't there. Uh, the the moon had basically been completely blotted out by something. And she looked up. She swam to the surface to see what it was, and she realised it was Algad, the dragon. And this moment, this really unusual moment, is very sleepy. Dragon doesn't often do anything, but it left its left its cave to have a uh, you know find something to eat, have a swim around, you know, like do whatever it is dragons do. And it was there hovering kind of observing the nighttime sea. And every time it flapped its wings, uh, these beams of moonlight shot down from the moon and pierced the ocean and illuminated the reef beneath it. And it's it's beautiful kind of like strobing effect as the dragon kept, kept itself aloft. Riptide watched it for a few moments and she kind of looked down. She saw something glinting in the moonlight and this this birthmark on her on her neck and her chest the thing she'd had for a whole life she kind of felt it itching as she saw this thing that was down beneath her and so she swam down to try and figure out what it was and this this real feeling of excitement and anticipation as she saw this this part of the reef that was like slightly more 
regimented than perhaps it should be, and it was only this strobing effect of the moonlight that was illuminating this like long straight bit of reef, um, and the, the coral itself, like corals, very sharp and very dangerous to like like shred your skin. She very carefully reached in and she rubbed her arm against this coral. It didn't it didn't hurt at all. It was it was almost like it had been smoothed down away from something. She grabbed it and pulled it out as she knew she'd found what she was looking for. This overwhelming excitement and happiness as she pulled out the uh, the pike that you often see her fight with, this live coral pike. Um, as And as soon as she pulled it out, the dragon's flown away. And she's sitting there thinking, oh my god, is, uh, am, I, am I the prophesized one? He's, gonna, he's, he's saying, this is Elgad led me to this thing. Is this a coincidence? What the hell? Oh my god, this is incredible. Maybe I am able to go out and find my fortune. She's, and she's had this moment of, like, full acceptance of, right, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be a goddamn badass. I'm swimming in the reef at night. A, a dragon's led me to this bloody pike. This is incredible. And so she's had a, this moment of like, absolute joy and excitement. Um, and that's shared. And like, as it fades back, um, like you see this moment of like on her face now, this like very fond memory that she's actually quite happy to have shared with someone. I don't think she's ever shared it with anyone before, especially since I just fucking made it up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so has anyone else got an exciting thing that they would like to share from their past? Mine's very obvious. <laughs> um, yeah, but we're trying to keep it PG here. So. <laughs> uh, well, um, the PG version at least is um, just various moments of Wolf and Laffy talking, um, you know, them being close. Um, Probably a lot of the time it's um, moments when Laffy is smiling or laughing or, you know, moments where the two of them have been very happy together. Um, and I think new to everyone else, because obviously they've assumed and seen a few things. So the ring that Wolf has in her hand, this sort of wolf ring, uh, they see the moment that Laffy gave uh, it to her, sort of her taking it out of the box and showing it the small conversation they had uh, before Laffy putting it on her finger and then, then sharing a moment. Nice. Uh, and Wolf kudos. is like, it's like a, it's just, you know, simple. Anyone looking, Wolf's just like smiling to herself now, looking down at the ground and looking down at the stuff. Yeah, this is a nice, finally a nice memory to share. Yeah. Uh, kudo, uh, Lou, anything, anything from you? Uh, for Lou, it will be the uh, so she's in an underground safe house, so to say, and she is staring down at this leather book she has in her hand. And there's this twist, this almost intoxicating sense of excitement and dread as she put, like, quickly puts her in a bag leaves the underground safe house and just begins to run a big smile on her face as she realizes that she can actually change maybe for the better nice nice uh, and kudo uh what what's the moment that that was the most exciting for for kudo uh yes um well, uh, was or is going to be um, the thing wait, you're what? most excited for? I think is a yeah. I was I'm conf I was confused by your past tense. 
Um, yes. For Kudo, you see him standing on a hill, slightly more heroic. Imagine um, uh, sundown, standing in the last sunlight and just looking very heroic, looking down on a very big forest. And you just hear in some kind of... Um, what's the word where... A spot where there are no trees in a forest. Clay like clearing. A, yeah. yeah. And you just hear a party coming from... The sounds of a party coming from there. Yeah. Just having... we, do, do we get a feeling of the creatures... How, is it like a return home for Kudo? Or is it just like a... Uh, him being celebrated by anyone. Basically, just having. Um, uh, what's the. I'm searching for the word. I don't even know the right one in German. Uh, just having made it possible for his family to have this moment and this very nice oh, big right, forest I to see. live, that kind. Okay. Oh, so so nice. it's like his. like, triumphant. <laughs> Like his yeah. success, almost his yeah. triumph and success yeah, of, of securing it. Okay, yeah. that's nice. Oh, that's that's nice. Okay, cool. Um, so this is shared moment as you pull the staff out as you, you look around at each other. Uh, Riptide's like looking at Kudo with a kind of a new respect, like uh, like you know, like impressed that the you know that because it's that's quite an unselfish thing. Like you've done it. There's a party going on, but you're not at the party. Um, kind of like it's. I don't know. Like some, some like she's doing it for you. I think so. So the the, the feeling that you got from Riptide, like the the memories that you've shared with her, would indicate that she went out to adventure simply because she felt that she could not stay where she was and is doing it as a thing to do. Not for some grand, like heroic reason. Like that's like only a part of it. She's doing it so she can have money and nice things and be a success. And to see someone doing it, and the thing they're most excited for is something like not even being perhaps recognised for it is um, like quite inspiring for her. Um, and there's this moment of like, so when you communicate with Wolf, obviously you're sharing like your internal monologues. You're you're firing your thoughts at Wolf. Uh, but this is still like a lingering moment of uh, like empathy soup from all of you. <laughs> um, like you are like picking, like almost like detect thoughts almost, but you're like picking up on picking like up the, the surface emotion. levels, emotions. Detect emotions. Yeah, detect emotions kind of thing. And she like, she's proud, man. She's proud to be like hanging around with someone who wants to do that. Um, but yeah, you ha you have the staff in your hands now. Uh, so I'm just writing that down. Um, Empathy soup. Write that down. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so I think as soon as we sort of come out of that moment, everyone's probably more like like you know remembering vividly remembering those nice memories as a, as a nice thing. Um, probably just thinking about it for a beat or two. Before, like, looking at her, like, shaking her head. Um, we ready to, uh, we should probably go back. Yeah, for sure. We don't know, uh, 
I don't know what life he's doing in there, but if this is echoing her emotions, uh, God forbid she sees anything worse. Let's, let's get it back to her. I'm she's all right. Um, yeah, let's go. Oh, I, and think then well, I think without excitement, she is. Yeah. Well, the wolf's not even there. Well, maybe, maybe she's thinking a wolf. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. We don't know. Let's get it back to her and ask. What did you say, Lou? Sorry. Before we return to the others, I think we should talk in private. Can we do that after the to walk away. <laughs> I, what? We need to get this back to. No, I mean, after we return, it, okay. we need to talk privately. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll just be in too. Whereas before she was like being like measured and like going carefully, she's just running. Okay, running back. Um, as you are running back, there's this um, final moment from the staff and the, the, the pond where there's this um, eruption of, uh, of of power. Uh, again, uh, you are all blinded by it from a brief second and you're filled with this uh it's like a um i think the best word for it would be dread um oh, jesus uh like the, the the as you're approaching like the the thing you, you this moment of uh encapsulating dread um f uh, the 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 visual uh, the feeling you get from riptide uh, as like this staff this ball of light encompasses her she this is something that hasn't happened this is the sort of the thing that she is this is the thing she would like to happen least. It's not something she's really afraid of because it technically is something she's control in, in control of happening. But she dreads seeing her family before she is ready for them to see her. She is a uh, in a cocoon at the moment. She is mid-metamorphosis. She is transitioning from the uh, slightly awkward young elf woman uh, through this adventuring phase with the goal to become this like paragon of power like she wants to become a success be that like the strongest of the strong uh like the like uh, or rich or just something that people can be proud of uh, or you know what she would consider proud of and she dreads like her family seeing her before she's ready and reminding her of how much a piece of shit she thinks she is so she she dreads like just not being good enough when the time comes um and it's this it's this it's quite existential obviously but she she's got this one so she's putting all this work in and it's she's getting there bit by bit she's not up to the scratch and the moment anyone like not criticizes but puts a, a magnifying glass on her that for her would be something she would really hate and it would be 10 times worse if it was her family um, also in there a little bit is this absolute mortifying fear of being compared to Laffy, um, who she clearly perceives as like the the apex of like elven femininity. Apex uh, woman. She, yeah, like she she perceives her as so she's like like classic elven beauty kind of thing, and she's she's you know she's feminine, she's good with animals, she's she's loving, she's caring, she's everything that Riptide perceives she isn't. Uh, and the like, as that moment goes out, like the dread is also you guys knowing that, um, but it's out. Uh, uh, what are you guys dreading? If anyone says this, I will kill you. 
You, you beat me to the joke. I was thinking it. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm still typing that last bit. Despite suggesting that she and Wolf should talk after delivering the staff, <clears throat> Lou is feeling a dread that becomes heavier and heavier the closer they get to, you know, having said conversation. Okay, do we... Um, so, obviously, you don't have to tell us what the conversation's about, but can you allude to the... Um, I don't want to say the reason, but, like, the emotions that Lou... You know, like, the, the vaguest emotions of why Lou is dreading having that conversation. What is it she's... Is she af afraid that she's going to be revealed to be, like, a... Uh, a liar, a cheat, a thief, you know, that kind of is she like a revel is she worried about a revelation? Is she worried about potentially Wolf's reaction? That kind of thing. What what is it? You don't have to tell us specifically, but like what is what is it she's dreading? Yeah, so in Lou's eye, Wolf is basically police, so to say, like a law law enforcement, so to yeah. say. And she just saw Lou at least on one occasion working with what could only be considered a necromancer and she's dreading the confrontation they're about to have about it mm. Mm. interesting mm. what's that okay yeah. uh, uh, you, have you got one um yeah i think um it's. I don't have a in mind. Um, it doesn't. Have, dread is. It can be a quiet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's the. I think what people. It, it's going to be really weird. So, it's like an image of the birthday party they had a few days ago. You know, all the people. A lot of the people who Wolf cares about in that room. Is it someone singing happy birthday to you? Yeah. Yes. It's the. <laughs> it's the clip of you singing happy birthday. Um. No, it's that sort of when everyone was chatting, Wolf was just sort of sitting and just watching it. It's that fear of, and probably in the moment people see like people um, falling, you know, people hurting. It's that fear of the people who she cares about, that dread of not being good enough to protect the people who she now cares about. Um, probably a slight hint to Lily, um, that sort of not being able to help um, a person dying whom she cares for and not being able to help, that dread of not being enough to save the people who you love. Mm. Okay, uh, Kudo. What is it Kudo dreads? Oh god damn it, I'm... Well, for Kudo, you, um, it's a mix of the the really um, monochromatic, I think is a good word for it, landscape of the plant we fought. But mm -hmm. like that landscape, copy pasted onto the what you saw before as a lush forest. Now just being a red blood blood maze. Okay. 
Ah, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so this 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 moment of dread passes as you are just approaching like the apex of the hill. Uh, so you're, you're able to get most of the way back, um, and you, you are released from it, um, and you see like uh, a, 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 a fairly substantially anguished look on Riptide's face, like anguish and like just so much embarrassment. Like you, you've probably never seen the look at uh, like the like that look on her face, just like deep shame. Um, uh, and she's um, uh, she she like marches strides uh, past uh, and like basically like uh, without not in as many words, but like is going to gently physically encourage you to get rid of this fucking stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Wolf is moving. As soon as like, yeah. she comes out of the moment, she's like, takes a moment, like holds her head and then just keeps like trying to move. Like not um, wanting to think about that memory or that yeah, idea. Rip- Riptide is, I think, I think she's got quite a lot of movement. So she's like, uh, she's like almost half as fast as you again. Um, and she's like, she just strides ahead of you, uh, isn't looking at anybody. Um, like head, head held high. Uh, uh, away from you, she, she walks back um, round to this th- this glade. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so uh, as as you, you you come around, the dragon is there. I think it's like prowling round Azalea and uh, Rusty. Uh, they are in exactly the same positions they were when they got held in inverted commas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't look like whatever's been affecting them has been affecting you. They're like almost like they're on pause. Uh, the dragon, however, is like is like kind of uh, patrolling around them, almost like a cat. And every so often, like um, like winces uh, as he as he kind of like orbits them slightly, uh, uh, you know. And he he's there, and he he looks up. And he goes, "Yes, yes, staff, bring bring it, bring it to the pool, bring um, it to the pool." Yeah, well, for me, as he's saying that, just like just like nods and yeah, oh, okay. It just sort of walks up to the pool and looks at the dragon for like. Like holding it into like in like a hand, like what like give like the what should I do? Place it place it between the two pools and we shall have to have to hope that the sisters can return it to return to it. Just very delicately like finds the spot between the two pools and places it down as as much as she can, you know, as carefully as she can. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dragon's gonna pad round and breathe some more of that radiant energy uh, over the um staff itself. Um, as it, and when it does so, the 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 dragon seems to like. I said before, it, it seemed to take part of its like life force. I don't want to be like super dramatic about it, but it dulls. He becomes less of a glowing like crystal thing, and becomes just more and more physically mundane as it does this. Um, and it, it seems to take a lot of effort for him to do this. Uh, but he breathes over this staff, and the, the glow that was like building in it seems to diminish somewhat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kind of staggers uh, and turns around uh, and looks at you all and, go, and says, I, I, I felt the power coming from, the, the emotions coming from the pool. I hope it was not too trying for you all. Um, it wasn't nicest, but it's just a, another memory. I will guard, I will guard the pools. Uh, I, I will try to bring her back, though I do not know how long it will take. If you want to have a private conversation, now would be the time. 
uh, Wolf just like doesn't really want to leave the side of the pool, but knows that Leon's starting a conversation, just sort of looks over to her. Um, just as if like, you know, what do you want, like, where do you want to go? With her head, head, sorry, vaguely like nods towards the, the tree line because mm-hmm. we're still in a forest, I assume. Uh, <laughs> and begins to walk there. Yeah. Like um, a, a little bit like apart from the from the clearing. I think Wolf just sort of looks at the two pools, the one that Laffy sort of went into, just like clenches his fist and tries to breathe and just sort of like walks like looks back to see where Lou's going, just like walks backwards while still staring at the pool. Like like that moment when you don't want a dream to end or something, where you just keep looking or just keep don't want to take your eyes off it. Just sort of keeps walking back and just keeps her eyes on the pool as she sort of gets close to Lou. Next saving throw, you eat shit from a, a protruding tree branch. A branch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, once they're... I would say, like, a minute walking away no, Wolf from wouldn't the... go that far. Oh, okay, well... I mean, like, so, so, for so context, like within the dragon line... who's... No, he's I know, I know. I'm aware. No, this is for Luke. Yeah, oh. So there's a dragon who's not paying attention, whose focus is now completely on these two pools and this staff... Uh, there's two people who are basically idle animation T-pose in. Uh, there is Riptide, who is, like, furiously ripping grass out of something. Like, just really frustrated, um, like, away from everyone, like, tearing grass out of the floor, uh, like, chucking rocks at trees, uh, swearing under breath, not paying any attention to anything. Uh, the person you want to talk to, and kudos. Also, yeah. yeah, the only thing I was going to say is that when Wolf sort of gets close to that tree line still like within eyesight of the pool she just like turns around to see where Lou is and just as she sees her just says you can talk in my head okay Lou like takes a deep breath and uh, takes out the vicious sword sword gently puts it on the ground and like against a tree and begins to drop her weapons and turns around and like spreads her arms a little bit like okay you can kill me now what do you mean don't play ignorant you you saw me you you saw it me at the shop (laughs) you saw me working with the necromancer uh just a question out of game um was the person who Lou was taken who like took Lou and her sister was that the same person who was in that room no that was another person yeah, different the person. the one that took Lou uh I'm making this up as I go it was a tiefling and the one she was with was an elf okay high elf if you want to be yeah, more specific yeah, um I think Wolf just like sighs and says um pick up the weapon I'm not going to Kill you. Pick it up. Pick up the gun. Not <laughs> call it self-defense. Luke <laughs> turns around, but like, she's like, not quite glaring at you, but she like narrowed her eyes. Like, are you stupid? <laughs> you um, have hated me since day one. You have been waiting for an excuse to either throw me out of the party or get rid of me that's not true well i don't 
always like your methods and I do find you irritating. I don't want to kill you. Necromancers are kill on sight. Necromancy you're not is an illegal. Necromancer. That person was. I am not innocent! I never said you were innocent. But I can tell from what I saw that it is something you didn't like to do. Unless something has changed, I see no reason why I should kill you. I also do necromancy. And I grabbed the one of my daggers from the floor and I don't know if this would work from a technical standpoint, like from a game's rules uh, standpoint, but I want to stab the tree and have the whales of the grave attack another tree. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so... I'm going to say for the sake of uh, yes, so that's really fun. I like that. Yeah, I want to describe it. Wait, I just need to check one thing. Does a tree count as a creature? No, I mean, it's living. Yeah, there are plants in D&D. I will say because you have an ally in... That one is a tree end with one HP. Yeah, because you have an ally in five feet. I think by the definition of biology, a tree is a creature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there um, are spells that specifically like do like double damage against plants yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's cool. I like it. I'm going to say yes, you can. Uh, so uh, describe for us, please. Uh, paint a word picture. Yeah. So do like oh. sinks her dagger into this tree, and like from the back of her neck, like a pulse of shadow travels towards her arm into the dagger into the tree itself. And from the tree, you see a dark clawed hand ripping apart itself apart from the tree's insides. And it looks like Lou, but like a shadow of Lou, and with blazing blue eyes and uh, with a snarl, it rips itself free from the tree and flies towards another and like rips into it with its clawed hand. Wow. Um. Hold on, I'm just writing that down. That's um, really cool. Um, that's actually a really cool description. I have been waiting for months. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's session 23, guys. And, yeah. Uh, we're just using the subclass feature now. Uh, sorry, one second. Um, yes, yeah, so I think, as you say, you do necromancy. Wolf, like does take like a half step back and like tilts her head to the side and then you do that um and she's like she's been holding her crossbow just this whole time but she like almost like twitches to, like go and move to like attack but she like puts a hand down and stops herself and says oh <laughs> oh uh so to intercede, mm -hmm. uh, can Wolf? Can you make me a history check? Um, Jeez, okay. Uh, do I have advantage? Undead. Yes, you do have advantage. Yeah. Fuck yeah! This is the first time ever. I don't think um, it is. It's probably. Well, that's a three. Only one once, and I have advantage. Uh, point. James, you know Oof. my history is terrible. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Um, right. So you see this, um, and you are desperately trying to think what the hell. 
hell is happening. You know from your time in the Midnight Hunt that there are the White Bloods, uh, W-I-G-H-T, yes. not W-H-O-T-E. <laughs> um, they are the White Bloods, who are people who were born with the touch of the uh, the necromancy curse, whatever it is, the lingering effects of the Lich War. Uh, that is one of the many reasons that necromancy is outlawed uh, mm-hmm. just throughout the continent. Uh, this isn't that. This is something different, um, though it might be kind of along the same... Like adjacent. Adjacent. Yeah, adjacent would be probably a, a good word for it. The people who were born um, with the white blood effect uh, generally have some kind of like physical disfigurement mm-hmm. um, in terms of like their skin is grey and potted or, you know, they, they look vaguely undead. They the, the major worry about them is that they like can and do summon undead thralls, like uh, just actively um, uh, within areas of Hallow, and the, the these creatures are under the control of the sorcerers and nothing else, uh, and they they just reign absolute mayhem when they get about. Uh, this is much more clinical and surgical. This seems to be um, completely under loose control. This, you know, you've been in. I won't say loads. You've been in a, a fair few. I'm gonna off the top of my head. I'm gonna say like five or six fairly dangerous fights with Lou. One or two yep. of them have been like very dangerous, like significantly to the point that she could have died. Um, this is something that she's obviously sat on, um, racking your brain. You know that there are a very very small number of people who've demonstrated the same thing, um, and. Of them, the uh, the Midnight Hunt has been like used to intercede with those people. Sometimes it, they've been successful, and this person has been arrested, taken out, whatever, and then just disappeared off to the Isle of Broken Sores, or this person has escaped. This would not uh, be something that you yourself would be necessarily be like a shoot on site. Mm-hmm. This would be potentially something you would be asked to feed back to your boss and they'd make the decision kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but this is obviously not the first necromancer you've seen this group do. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Um, less okay. Um, okay. Um, I think seeing this, Wolf like has those thoughts um, and just sort of just looks con- almost confused um because i i don't know about you i don't know if this is up to you do you think she would have interacted with any white bloods it is like the primary role of the yes. that's what they were set to do so um i will leave it up to you uh because they are uh so like one in twelve people is a sort like if we just is it one in twelve or thirteen I don't know uh, has a propensity to be a sorcerer and of them like one in another twelve so like one in uh, one hundred forty four people has a propensity to be a white blood uh, mm-hmm. they don't have any choice in it um, yeah, it just happens it's like it a just kind of happens it's like yeah it's like a gene and you know as well it's like not all of them are super fucking over the moon about it yeah, um, no. some of them are, are like awesome cool I'm gonna be a lich and some for like shit i wanted to be a teacher and the now i have do to I go to guantanamo bay <laughs> um you know like that's that that's kind of the vibe so uh i would say like it's completely up to you mm-hmm. okay. you're if you haven't interacted with them it's been like 
you try to bring them in alive. If that is going to be difficult, then the it's like a stated fact that yeah, no one's going to like you're not going to get bollocked if you shoot this person in the throat. Okay. Um. So I think what Wolf does is she sort of takes a moment and just takes in what she knows and what she sees um, Blue do. And she walks over to the point where um, Lou put down the uh, short sword um, and sort of picks it up and sort of in her offhand sort of swings it a few times. She walks closer to Lou um, and then takes a deep breath and sort of flips the sword and holds it out to her like she did when she first gave it to her and, and just says, I am not sure what I'm going to do about this information, but in this moment, you are more helpful than not. And the only thing I would ask is that if you want to put things in my bag of holding, you can ask. You don't have to hide it. Lou is first when you approach her with the sword, she's like bracing herself to like be stabbed or something. <laughs> and after you like uh, present the handle, she's like thoroughly confused. And then like she doesn't say anything, but you can see like immediate panic in her eyes as she mentioned the, the, the item in the back of holding. I didn't uh, look at it, but I know it's in there. Since when? A little bit. I look in the bag of holding, and I know what I put in there, and I know I didn't put a book in there. Are you sure about this? Nope. But I think it's more likely that you are helpful and not an evil necromancer trying to kill us. I know 35 people who would disagree with you, and I slowly take the sword and put it back in its uh, sheath. Well, I don't know those people. I do. <laughs> I have a list with their names. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No, no. Never um, mind. Um, just put your armor back on. I, I want to go back. Yeah. And Suddenly, I like with a complicated expression, Lou begins to pick her things up and put them in their rightful place. The you are uh, kind of left as Wolf and Lou sneak into the woods to have their, uh, uh, dare I say, it, uh, hopefully their enemies to lovers. Uh, <laughs> Why did you to ship no. this? No, you've said no, this was, multiple times. Yeah, I've said it before. No, and it's uh, not it's happening. Not no, 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 I know, I know, I know. No, I know. Stop talking. Um, so you, they go off to have their uh, private conversation, whatever that's about. Um, you weren't invited, I'm afraid. You are left with a annoyed Riptide. I think it's probably the best way to describe it. She is visibly uh, frustrated, annoyed. Uh, she was like tearing uh, grass out of cracks in the rock, uh, like kicking things, uh, chucking stones at trees, like huffing and puffing. Um, what is it you're doing? Um... I think 
the most kudo thing to do at this point is to put some random stones in the fire. Wait, it's mid of day, isn't it? We're yes. not having. Okay, I th I imagine <laughs> it would be evening, and we had a campfire going. It just How felt like you... it. Uh, I don't think you've really been there long. You've only been I think there like I think, for like thirty minutes tops. It's not yeah. been there a long time. It's latest of like four pm. Oh, I don't. Think, I, I think I really do think it's closer to like half two, three ish because, like, it's not deep into the forest, and that moment of you going to get the staff would no, would have right taken you like less than a minute. It's just that obviously we had to discuss what happened, so it wouldn't have taken you very long at all. There's no way uh, right down the time, right? It doesn't matter, you know, it's, it's it's fantasy midday, don't worry about but it. But now I'm pissed off, I want to know. Uh, I only oh, want it a little bit oh, earlier, so you've James. got time to do about stuff About midday, we get out the city. It's 11.55. It? That's what I have written down. Uh, so it's probably like 3. Yeah, okay, fine. It's going to be a long day then. Um, like it won't get dark till like eight ish, nine ish at the earliest. Then um, it's like summer, so yeah. That's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, what is it? Like Kudo's it. doing then? Um, I will ask uh, Reptide if she's okay. Um, because yeah, yeah. She's just frantically. Fran not not frantically. She's she's just like visibly frustrated. Um, like she's embarrassed, she's uh, frustrated. Uh, she she like when you like speak to her, she kind of whips around, like she snaps around at you, uh, and she looks pissed. Um, and then she kind of like t tries to like gather herself a little bit. It's just um, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, sorry, kudo mate. It's uh, you know I'm, I'm, I know it's a, a, a bit for all of us, but uh, some things I'd rather keep behind uh, closed doors. You know, um, some things I'd rather not get out there. And she, she walks around to Rusty um, and Azalea, and she's kind of looking at them. She goes, "Do you think they were? Do you think they picked up on what on what we saw? Do you think they they shared in it? We didn't get anything from them." Sorry, what? Do you think that they, <laughs> Do you think that they uh, got the uh, flashes of the memories as well? Because we didn't get anything from them. Wait, didn't we? No, from, Aza from, from Azalea and Rusty, you didn't know. Oh. Uh, I... Well, they are still just T-posing, so I don't think they did. She's, like, looking at uh, Azalea. Uh, she goes, well, you, let's just... Uh, let's not tell them. Yeah, let's let's keep it from her, right? I think there's some things that uh, I'd rather that not everyone knew. Well, I won't tell her. Yes. Obviously. Thank, thanks, man. What about how you you doing? Okay, this summer. I said it was. It's, I said when, when we saw you, your your little hopes and dreams for the for the forest. I was it's quite touching, mate. I thought it was nice. It was, it was good. Yeah, but for now they are only hopes and dreams. So. Well, yeah, and since yeah. going on this trip, there's not really been a whole lot of good news for. Well, not only the forest, but I think whole of the world, since we've basically found a complete valley rotted out by a single plant. Yeah, but remember, you, you, you were there, you were like, yeah, well, I only heard about this, but you were, you like, saved it, didn't you? You killed it. Yes, but it also seemed like it was only part of a bigger problem or maybe fleeing from 
another problem. Oh, I can't speak to that, mate. But uh, you know, you you, you put good things out in the world, and uh, you get good things back. That's that's the dream, isn't it? I guess. Yeah. <sighs> well, um, I'd say at this point, uh, uh, Yupa, uh, Lou, and Wolf could can can have returned, mm -hmm. if you like. Uh, um, before we have, we would have returned. Lou would show uh, Wolf one last thing, and she lowers her. Her hoodie, and on her nape, you see like uh, the skin like has like a porcelain style crack, and underneath you see like bones. Oh, yeah, uh, I gained the, that ability by a ritual done by the elf you saw me with. Okay. Just you know. Um. Alright, I'm happy you... You roll a deception check. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm, I'm happy that you're all comfortable and all scared enough to show things. Thanks for not shooting me in the back. And I yeah. put my hood up again and begin to like power walk towards the clearing. Wolf just like stands there stunned for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Gross. And then just like walks slowly by the just like it's probably as soon as Wolf exits that like block tree line, she just like goes and sits next to the pool, like cross-legged, looking just into it. Mm -hmm. Um, as you walk past, you see obviously Kudo uh is there. He's just been chatting with uh Azalea. Uh, sorry, with uh, Riptide. Riptide stood uh, kind of near Rusty and Azalea, um, like look, looking at them both, um, spending a lot of time like looking at Azalea. And um, like it's very like when you walk past, um, she kind of like it's kind of embarrassed to, to look at you almost. Um, she's she's there. She's sees you coming, and she kind of like turns turns her face from you slightly. I would notice that. Oh yeah, for sure. You just like I don't know if she's looking. She like does that thing where she goes to say something, but sort of like puts her hand down and doesn't want to intrude if she's not comfortable. Yeah. Uh, and just like goes to look at the pond. Yeah. So the pond is, um, it's like, uh, how to best describe this? Kind of like um, pasta donada yellow at this point. Like, uh, I can't. My brain is gone. Uh, it's uh, it's like glowing. Uh, but the the weird thing about it is, it's not glowing out. It's kind of like it's glowing in, like it's drawing in the ambient glow. So not from the dragon, but like where before the the cliffs. Oh, sorry, cliff. That's a really kind of aggressive way of describing it. The rock piles were like hyper lit up from this glow. It's like it's like it's pulling back in everything it put out to the like stages of it, of its of its winding down. Um, and um, Procyon looks around to you, uh, like, and he's like panting a little bit, and his his face, even though it's like the size of a young dragon, um, you can see it now. It's very lined and old. Um, like much much older than he would appear from the outside, and he's, he's like like slowly. Gasping for breath, uh, and it says, I, "I, I feel, I feel she will be returning to us soon. It seems the rejuvenation is complete, or completing." And uh, as as these these swells of light like wind down, you feel like the, the that that shared uh, empathy, the empathy soup, being drawn <laughs> from you. Uh, but as it does. Um, let's just kind of let's take like a temperature check 
of the the feelings in the room. That's <laughs> such a wanky sentence. Um, <laughs> but um, from Riptide, there's a clear um, embarrassment and fear that what she's what of her has been put out there for you guys. Like she's she's accepted what like that you've seen what she didn't want you to see and since it didn't really affect any of you directly she's not cool with it but she's kind of like accepted she's pissed off with it but like she can live with it um but she's very very worried um about wolf knowing how she perceives uh, Laffy, and it's not like a, it's not like a desire. I just want to be very clear. She like, she thinks Laffy's like radiant and stunning and all these things, but it's not like there's no like desire for her. It she's like sees her now as a friend or as like like a like a cousin or sister, um, but it's how she perceives her as like this, the the, the this ideal uh, idolized version of perhaps what she should be, uh, and that she'll she'll she's just never gonna get there. And like, it's not like seeing her is painful, but it's like, sh it's the wolf knows now that um, that she is like super envious of of her girlfriend. Um, but there's also this like real fear that uh, the weakness that was shared uh, will be passed on, uh, and like, uh, like that will be talked about um, specifically with Azalea. There's some like probably quite unresolved feelings going on about Azalea. Um, that she doesn't want her to know how poorly she thinks of herself. She wants to be, you know, great. Um, and that's kind of the last thing you feel from Riptide before the uh, the, 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 the Ooh, cord is pulled. Yeah. Uh, what are we getting <laughs> from you guys? Okay, I was going to wait for someone else to jump in first. Um, I think from Wolf, it's... Because there was a lot shown, but a lot of it was sort of already known. Um, she's a bit... I think more than anything else, she's clearly... All of those memories that she's got are clearly like at the surface of her brain. And she's clearly like overwhelmed. They get that sense of like just being generally overwhelmed. Um, and the thoughts running through her head of all different kinds. She's just looking into this pool and just... Just hoping beyond hope that everything's going to be all right, um, and just that. Is it a hope or is it a fear that it won't be all right? It's a mix. I think it's probably let's say it's more leaning to the fear side. The fear that what she has, she's opened herself up, whether you know normally or unwillingly, like in this case, she's afraid that all of this is going to be for nothing if something bad happens either in this moment or in the future or whatever. Okay. Uh, and what about from Lou? Lou is relieved and confused at the fact that uh, Wolf didn't old yeller her in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm I'm really in my notes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's epic. And oh my has... God. Next time, like we kill a major NPC, I'm going to use that phrase. Please don't. Yeah, I'll yell at them. <laughs> Beth will cry. <laughs> you know, That's see? incredible. 
you know, Steve, yeah, poor bastard, got all the alert after, uh, behind the restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> that, sounds... I mean, that, that is what happened to Indigo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there is relief and confusion for Wolf's actions, and there's a, a small hope that the rest of the party also would react in a similar manner. Okay. And also a lot of paranoia about what what the party might react like. Yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, and uh, last and certainly not least, Kudo. What what are the yeah. overwhelming feelings we get from you? Uh, Kudo has a vibe of just trying to not think too much about having the pressure of just being in kind of charge of what result is gonna end up happening for. Basically for the world at this point, but in his thoughts, mainly the forest. Mm. Okay, so as you are uh, like, as these, uh, you know, there's the, the wet slopping, sucking sound as the empathy suit drains into the. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, as 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 these cords or these ribbons of feelings are pulled from you, um, and they, you feel like this, this wave being drawn into the. Uh, in, into the po- I keep saying ponds. It's not a pond. It's a pool. Sorry. These pools in front of you. They, they, this you feel this wave uh, pulling in. You see uh, Azalea and you see Rusty kind of like collapse, for lack of a better word. Like just like the strings have been cut, um, but they like very quickly like gather themselves. Like whatever was holding them has been released. Um, uh, uh, Riptide rushes to Azalea to help her to her feet. Uh, Rusty kind of scrambles to his own, like shaking his head and like, like batting at his eyes, trying to like bring himself uh kind of into focus um wolf you the one who picked out the uh the staff i need you to make a con saving throw please oh and rusty's going on too uh oh i don't have zero points do it uh no i'm gonna fail yourself. no that's fine don't worry about it it's not not the worst thing in the world it's not obviously great but it's not the worst thing in the world to fail so as you are stood there, and like Rusty kind of pulls himself up and like, Rusty he's succeeded. quite Rusty succeeded, yeah. Okay. Well, you think you think he did? Um, yeah. Like he like there's no there's no outward like um, sign that anything awful's happened. You feel this like tug at something in the center of your chest, and you feel this heat. Uh, or it's almost a burning. It's almost like a heartburn feeling, and you see Rusty kind of react to something too. Um, and for for a moment, you see him kind of uh perhaps as as I, d- I don't know actually this is a really good question how does wolf perceive rusty like what are the like you know when you see someone and they they they, they like tick three boxes in your head and so for for laffy it may be like uh like uh like love affection and whatever and like mm-hmm. concern for her safety what is it that uh, wolf sees when he sees uh rusty i think for wolf it's a uh almost sort of like like you just said it's like a concern for his safety definitely um a element of confusion at like who he is and or was just you know general like confusion of that mm. and like um i'm not sure because in my head i've always pictured wolf 
caring about Rusty because of how much Laffy cares about Rusty. Mm, yeah, my girlfriend's um, dog vibe. No, <laughs> I don't like describing him as a dog. Um, you know what I mean, though. It's like yes. my girlfriend. Yeah, sort of yeah. like that. Want to protect him because of how much he means to Laffy. I don't know how the best way to describe it in like three words, but I hope you know what I mean. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so uh, as you see him, uh, like you looking at him, you see. Uh, like he's reacting to this thing in his chest, like not not like it's painful, but like he doesn't know what it is. And he, as you look down uh, at him, he's got this glow coming. Probably from, looking like, like sort of eyeline because I'm sitting down. Yeah, well, um, I mean, like you, you you're looking at him, he's got this. You, you're looking across him, and he's got this like it looks like the the beam of light that was being reflected from the pond is hitting him like square in the chest. Uh, but mm -hmm. it's like there's no shadow there when he goes to scratch it. There's this ball of like just pure white light. Um, and you've got the same like heartburny esque feeling. You look down. If and I look down, can this... I, do I have that same thing? You have you have a very similar one. Yours is um, not. Uh, I'm not going to say not as pure. Yours is interwoven with other colours. Um, okay. It's like it's like almost marbly in its like. There's um, so his is very simple, and yours is slightly more complicated. But mm -hmm. I'm not going to say less pure. His is very simple. His is so his is simple. Yours is slightly more complicated. Different colours run through it. Mm -hmm. Um uh but as you kind of notice this, this is bubbling from uh the, the the pool and he uh you like you turn around and you can see that the all of the light is kind of assumed back into it and all this light is diffused uh as uh Lafette stands up from the pool. Um and what do what do the guys see? Um you see Laffy um in her white dress that she was in from the very first time you met her um she has this very slight glow to her skin um her hair is like falling in perfect curls um and she just looks completely like refreshed um pretty much like the first time you met her the the group uh, stand around you looking i'm not going to say worse for wear uh, physically, um, emotionally, emotionally. <laughs> yeah, emotionally, they've been like it, they, they've read a very sad book. Uh, Riptide is like picking Azalea off the floor, like holding her up. Rusty and Wolf, uh, Wolf is cross-legged, very near to the pond pool where you are. Uh, Lou and uh, and uh, Kudo a little bit further back, but next to Wolf uh, is this glowing staff uh that is just radiant on the floor uh that you recognize um i think her first thought would be like everybody else so she'd just look around and be like are you okay no <laughs> what <laughs> happened uh yeah you mean you look at rusty and azalea they look kind of like slightly shell-shocked or stunned uh mm. riptide uh looks like she's been crying Oh. Uh, like she, like her eyes are like bloodshot. She looks really visually uh, displeased. Um, like she's gone through a hail of emotions. I don't know what does she perceive with Lou and Kudo. Uh, oh. I can got uh, emotional backbreaker. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm here too, James. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, obviously, but you can describe for yourself, like you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Uh, let me just. Open the game. <laughs> Literally, just turn my computer on. <laughs> uh, if you see in general, I don't know if would Laffy have seen the uh, emotion 
flashback things? No. 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 I also that deleted thing. that thing from general. Okay, um, because the the yeah. the, <laughs> the, 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 the small <laughs> no small insignificant crazy amount of notes. Uh, with a 19. Yeah, I mean, so is, is that a perception, sorry? Yeah, yeah. So you would see, uh, with a, a 19, I'll tell you about the characters that I am staring. Yeah. Uh, uh, the dragon <clears throat> you would remi- remember as Procyon mm-hmm. is a aged, uh, significantly look. The, the glow that was within him has been significantly diminished, and he looks wizened and centuries old, but is still oh. a size of about a horse uh, uh, overwhelmingly joyful to see you uh i don't want to say wagging tail but <laughs> uh, whatever the dragon equivalent of a wagging tail is uh, rusty uh, rusty is beaming uh, like with a slight like shell shock for him it doesn't look like any time has passed like he's you know just like a little bit confused as to what's happened but he's really happy to see you mm-hmm. Azalea is like picking herself up, uh, like and leaning on Riptide. I say Riptide looks like she's uh, like her hands are covered in mud and grass, um, like as she's not her usual like together self. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let the, the you guys describe what she sees for you guys. Cool. I'm, I'm, I'm wait. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I was gonna not well, go first. I was just letting other people go first. <laughs> Well, I thought you were going first since you are, uh, since Wolf is a girlfriend, but well. Um, For Kuda, you see uh, basically not really much emotion in his face. Yeah. But his body posture tells you that basically the the weight of just a whole lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Similar if you look at a student who's about holding. Uh, his final presentation or something similar, but like times ten. Yeah. Lou looks a weird combination of hopeful, paranoid, dreadful, and basically after someone saw like the first twenty minutes of Up. <laughs> yeah, fair, valid. It's the got first it. twenty minutes, not completely the other. That's understand. So depressing. <laughs> yeah, 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 and she is. Just going to hand a wolf a note, okay. a small folded paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for Wolf, as soon as she sees Laffy sort of step out of the pool, like rise up almost from out of the pool, um, she was like sitting, kneeling, or like cross-legged looking into the pool. And as soon as Laffy's coming out, she just like stands up and like wipes maybe a tear or something from her face. And you tell she was nervous. Mm. Um, uh, and like apprehend, like apprehension, nervousness, confusion. But then as soon as she sees Laffy, you see like a smile sort of fall on her face, and she just like stands up and looks at her. She'd be like, she'd look around at everybody and kind of like take in what's happened and like understand straight away that you guys have been through something. Um, so she'd probably just be like, "What happened?" Staff was so ugly, gave you gave us PTSD. I'll do like um, almost runs away. The, um, he looks ready to bolt. Oh no, the um, staff. I just like points to it on the ground. Um, we were we saw memories and feelings that have a lot of emotion behind them. I see. 
Are you alright? She like doesn't answer straight away. She just kind of like looks away and kind of like nods very slightly. And she's like, I think so. Dress is clean. She didn't realize that she was still <laughs> her dress has changed. So at this point, she's like looking at herself, like, oh. oh. Also, you're not wet. Yeah, I mean, awesome. you know, she'd like I, feel I, a dress I, and be like, I, I, don't, I don't know how. Uh, you know, like, I don't know how. Uh, like, <laughs> how joke, how deep you bad. are in the pool, uh, but yeah, like yeah. when you stood up, it's to your ankles. But the dress, when you reach out of it, there's no. Uh, you know, there's no goth sog at the end of your... Um, <laughs> She'd, like, uh, look dress. at the staff now and kind of, like, rec- like you say, recognise it, but not understand where from, and then just, like, pick it up. Yeah, don't, you don't pick it up. It, it feels, when you pick it up, uh, it feels warm uh, and light uh, and like an extension of your arm, it feels like uh, something you were very familiar with before, um, and something you are glad. A similar, similar feeling and vibe to how it was when you first uh, touched Kudo's sword, and it kind of reacted to you. Except this isn't like in the. It isn't quite the same. This is that was something very similar to you that you were touching. This is something of yours. Mm. I think she'd just be like smiling. Like have like this warm feeling in her chest, like something was missing and now it's not. Oh, guys, do ask that feeling that Rossi and I had. Is that gone now? Gone now, yeah. Okay. Um, and think... so is the so is the glow. Like the yeah. visual of the glow is there, mm-hmm. um, but you know, presumably it's replaced by an internal glow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think the only thing that I want to say is that sort of if Laffy's like sort of ankles sort of in the pool still, she'd move like hold out a hand to help her out. Yeah, she'd take it and like pull herself out of the water, <clears throat> completely dry for some reason. <laughs> just like pulls, uh, Wolf would just pull her in for a slight hug and just like kiss her cheek. And just, <laughs> just like take that slight moment to be like, she's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, before like moving away and looking at everyone else. As you step away, there's a long, drawn out, uh, satisfied, not on. Not painful, but a satisfied sigh that comes from Procyon. Um, <sighs> my work, my my mission is done. I am returned, and he spreads his wings uh, into the the sunlight. And as he does so, uh, as the sunlight hits his wings, they just slowly start to um, disintegrate. It's a very aggressive word, but I can't think of a better one. Uh, mm. Like. Uh, just slowly start to like f- uh, dust fade. away. Yeah. Well, um, not not fade. You can see where they're going. They the these small like motes and particles of like starlight uh, that his wings are turning into, and he re- he raises his head up to it uh, to, to the sunlight that's like beaming through, and his face is just slowly starts to like uh, like moat away uh, uh, like in small waves. As it like as if someone's blown glitter into the wind, mm. um, and he takes this big like uh, sigh that uh, echoes around the glade as he slowly, over a period of say like five to ten seconds, just uh, is just gone um, as this this wind, this gust of wind, 
takes these particles and waves them off uh, up and out and through the trees and up to the sky. Uh, but from where he was uh, on the ground um, is an egg. <gasps> oh. How big is the egg? It is like about egg. the size... No, no, it's bigger than that. <laughs> it's about the size of a rugby ball. Or for our American listeners, a football. <laughs> Jesus Christ, James. Um, Can I go over and take a look at it? See, how, like, if it's a dragon egg? It's, it, it, uh, if I wasn't clear... It yeah. is egg, yeah. Cool, just checking. So, I mean, like I thought, guys... dragon eggs were like the size of people. No, that's only because of that other that's guy. Cool. This one, this one, this one is conveniently sized to be able to be picked up and moved. Does it? Need... You, okay, so this is my next question. That, would yeah. I? Would I know that it needs to stay here, or would I know that it's? I can like take it. You wouldn't know either way. Okay. See, that's the problem. Um... Imagine how much we can sell the egg for. No, Lou! Imagine the omelette you could make. <laughs> God! <Imagine it's> standard, <laughs> <laughs> Sally, why would you suggest that? Um, I think she'd kind of like just crouch and like look at the egg and then like look at everybody else and be like, what do? <laughs> we could try to put it in the water because he's like connected to the I sisters, right? I wouldn't want to risk the egg melting. Well, I don't want to be traveling with a dragon egg. Why don't we... Um, we found the staff um, sort of in a glade over there. There was a... Did the beam of light go when I took the staff? Uh, you didn't look at the time, uh, but you could very easily see. Can I just like would... look on something, like stand on yeah. something and look and see? You scooby-doo around the pile <laughs> of rocks um, and the beam of light that definitely wasn't coming from the sun is not there. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure we could. It feels best to leave it here, but we might. We could take it. Hmm. I'm just wondering if it's for the next. That's what I was thinking. She kind of looks a little bit awkward, maybe like shuffles on her feet when she says that, as she realizes like what like she found out when she was in there um that like without a shadow of a doubt she is one of these sisters um and so then comes the existential crisis of <laughs> what's gonna happen kind of thing um so she's like very awkward when she says the like the word next um and it'd be very visible uh, Wolf would just grab like a sound to like try and calm her a little bit. What what do you think is best? I think it's supposed to be here with the pools. Well then I think it's best to leave it here. Mm -hmm. You should at least put it in a tree so that it's not Is it in a nest? More for predators? Or is it's it not, just it's, like... it's, I don't want to say that loose on the floor. It's like positioned, uh, you know, like it's kind of like stood up and perfectly held by the grass. It wouldn't be blown over in the breeze. Uh, and it, where it is, it's like the sun can reach it and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I think she'd probably just want to leave it exactly where it is. Not interfere with, you know, 
nature. <laughs> um, I think it's best to leave it here as well. Yeah. I think can I can can it, would it be possible for it's in you said it's in like a tiny divot in the ground. Is it grass around it? Yeah. Could could I use druid craft to like grow some like like grass around like flowers around it to like cocoon it kind of but not restrict it if that makes sense yeah sure just no to like give it a little bit of extra protection yeah you can do that no problem um so yeah she'd do that and she'd just like reach touch the floor and like this like slight um glow again would just come from her hand as you watch these like flowers sprout around this egg just like sort of giving it shelter <clears throat> i will say for the pools uh the Blorping, the bubbling spring effect mm -hmm. has basically stopped. This looks very much like normal water at the moment. Okay. Make of that what you will. I feel like whatever happened was the pool's energy. Um, like the end of it. That one specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Have both of them stopped bubbling? Mm -hmm. Yep. I would like to leave as soon as possible. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> and the bolts out of there. Why? She runs okay. for the woods. I think Laffy would like walk over to Rusty and sort of like take his little hand and just be like, You okay? Yes, yes, I am. I got, you look, you've got a nice new dress on. Thank you. So the so old one does a little spin. <laughs> the cow, yes, it's very nice. But was it in the pond? I don't know. I didn't change. I think happened it... to the other class. <laughs> I will say this: when he like goes to hold your hand, uh, Wolf, what's your passive perception? Sixteen. You see, he's doing something really weird with his hand on Laffy's hand. You see the egg? Well, it's it's like, um, like. Holding it and like grabbing it by the fingers and then like grabbing it by the thumb and like uh presumably Laffy is like mirroring the movements. Hmm. Okay. This is a really unusual thing. Uh that I'm not probably sure what you're describing, but uh I, okay, I, I will summarize this. It looks very much like a secret handshake. Aww. Oh. Oh. The okay. one that you taught him today. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's fun, actually. Yeah, so she's just doing it back and then she just gives him a little smile. Yeah. I was so confused, James. There was one, there's a film, like a Disney film, where like two girls do it and then they do like, um, oh, what's it called it? You know, like the hand slap thing and turn around and spin and like bump hits. <laughs> yeah. It isn't that elaborate, but it's. I was going to say, if everyone noticed that, I know what that is. If... Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's doing this elaborate little handshake, and he seems, at the end of it, he seems uh, like he was happy to see you anyway, uh, but now he seems a lot happier. No, uh, kind of like buries his face into your like uh, side, gives you a big squeeze. Um, and like on the picture you shared, uh, Laffy's hair was up as well. Is it, mm. has there been a change to the hair as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he like he, he like he, he holds the he, he like gives you a big squeeze. He's like, you look like a princess. <laughs> um, as you as you leave the uh, the grove and head back to the woods, 
sorry, the, the woods, the road. Um, it's fantasy mid afternoon, um, as yet undefined time because none of you fuckers have a watch. <laughs> James, I did say it was about midday when we left the city, so you can probably yeah, it's fantasy mid afternoon. It's like. A, a certain amount of time has passed. There's still time left in the day to do what I want to do, so it's fine. Uh, you leave the woods. The animals are chirping. Um, the sense of like mystery and uh, potential has left. It's like something has been, I won't say drained, but like or consumed. I will say used uh, and or, or, or uh, relocated. It'd probably be a better word. Um, and the the, the the smell of sulfur has kind of dissipated somewhat. But after you know fifteen twenty minutes of of clambering through the woods, you find yourself uh, back uh, on the plane, um, which is so the plane is in the the, the grassy plane that you were on um, with Not the road on it, uh, with the uh, people kind of walking back and forth on it. Some raised eyebrows as you come from the woods. As I say, this is like not a lot of people go into the woods. Uh, they don't think it's safe. Uh, but you um, exit the woods, uh, and you can see uh, uh, like uh, there's plenty of, of like people marching back and forth. There's still uh, time to to make tracks towards Greencrest uh, as round the forest. I th- I'd say let's say you cut a bit of time off. Um, you don't exit. You don't exit the forest from the same place you came in from. You cut a little bit of time off, and in front of you, the path leads down into these rolling fields of lush flowers. Just like. What flower as far as the eye can see? Uh, not Just... as far as I can see, but like it's um, and they're, they're not all of one. It's not all one particular. Flower. It's like a field of wildflowers, mm-hmm. uh, and like at the edge of it is like uh, you you see the start of like farms. Uh, we mentioned before this is like a lush ta- uh, place for uh, corn and carrots and potatoes and uh, sprouts and broccolis, and that is the extent mm-hmm. of my knowledge of vegetables. <laughs> so Any that is cabbages. <laughs> Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, there, there are some cabbages there. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so you, it's kind of like, yeah. like <laughs> about two miles away, um, and just kind of like beyond these first set of fields, you see this large, uh, for lack of a better word, it looks like a permanent campsite. Um, so, so going into this sort of field area, I think Wolf would just pick up like a. I can't think of like a blue flower off the top of my head. Forget me. Um, yeah, picks up. She picks up a, oh, uh, uh, a forget me not and like sort of goes well, in, over. In, in, in in this world, it's called a remember me never. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> um, that's the opposite she, of a forget me not. Yeah, uh, she, she takes a undisclosed blue flower <laughs> and uh, sort of walks over to laugh and like puts it in her hair. Oh my god! Uh, and just like, uh, just like kisses her on the cheek again. Says, "Laughy melts." <laughs> just, just says, "You're all right, right." Yeah, yeah. Um, just a lot of information. Um, so it so it turns out um, I I am a sister. So just to intercede, is this a out loud conversation or an yeah, in yeah, head yeah. conversation? Uh, we'll oh. put a started out loud. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So everyone can hear. Um, and she kind of like say it to the group. So like you know like awkwardly turning around, look at everyone. Like I I am that thing that everyone thinks I am. <laughs> um. Not sure how to feel about it. It's cool, um, terrifying, but yeah. I don't so, think less of you because you are a sister. Just keep that in mind. 
Well, I kind of was thinking so before, since, you know, the sword and everything. Mm -hmm. Also, Kudo is just like nodding, like, yep, we didn't think that. It's <laughs> checks out. <laughs> so, so what does it mean then? What uh, are you? Uh, uh, are you gonna? Are you still gonna hang out, hang around with us, though, right, life? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was brought here for a reason, and I I thought it was to do with that big plan, but I think it's bigger than that um from Sorry. what well <clears throat> i'm not a hundred percent sure but from what my she like hesitates before she says the word like, puts a hand on her shoulder as she's like hesitated from what my sisters were saying it's um something's come back something big and I think that that big plant was running away from it of course it was um I don't know where we need to go or how we figure it out but I just know that it's something to do with it's something that I have to do. And I think Will will be by your side whenever that happens. I know. I just... I want to keep everybody safe. We'll keep you safe, Raffi. Do you have to remember to keep yourself safe as well? No, we'll do that, Wolf. Don't worry. I'll keep you safe. She just gives him a little, like, head scratch. <laughs> Luffy? Mm -hmm. What do you remember? Like, what do you know? I've been here before. Um, I, I don't know when, but I remember I had a group like you guys um and I'm, I'm still trying to piece it together but it, i think it was a long time ago can i make a i assume investigation or maybe perception check to see how old laffy would be yeah you can because make a i know that. it's well, well I, so, yeah, there was a conversation with Cal. Cal, he's like 200 and something else. Yeah, so he said that she would be... It's difficult with elves, because different types of elves live for different periods of time. So a high elf lives super long, a wood elf would live for quite a long time, and then you've got half elves uh, who, you know, it's like it's like finger in the air kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, he, he kind of, I guess... I feel personally she, attacked. Well, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, you know, it depends on the it depends yeah. on the on the parentage. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, wh wh when he looked at Laffy, his like the assumption was if that she was if she was a high elf, she would be around you know between two hundred and three hundred years old. Looks mm -hmm. she looks about twenty five in human terms. Mm -hmm. 
Would I know in character that elves can live up to 900 years? I make an intelligence check, but I, it will be a low... I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, as long as you don't roll like a fucking below four, yes. Mm -hmm. I'm like eight. Yeah, because <laughs> I was... so yeah, you, you know that elves can live like, like a thousand years easy, yeah. Okay, yeah. But what I will say about this world is um, a lot of the elves were killed in the uh, war with the liches, like the really old ones. So there's like only a handful of elves who are probably older than about 200 to 300 years old. Like off the top of your head, uh, the only ones you can think of, you, you met um, uh, Swan. She was probably about 300 years old. Uh, um, no, probably a bit old. Yeah, about 300, 400 years old tops. Um, but she, uh, you know, um, looked a little bit older. Uh, there's the guy that you're going to go meet who was apparently really old, but they're like the only ones you can think of off the top of your heads. Um, may maybe, maybe your guy as well, but I think even he would probably be less than 200 years old. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that checks out. Uh, Laffy, mm -hmm. on the way to your staff, your new staff, we went through a few flashbacks, so to say. Um, when you say that, you, you see Riptide like tens up a little bit. Yeah. Did you see those as well? You mean your flashbacks? Well, both mine specifically but you know um i yes. i didn't see anything with you guys but i had a few of my own no kind of like dots but her entire body language is like extremely relieved <laughs> yeah you see a noticeable relief from Riptide, who turns to Azalea and goes, what about you, Ezzy? Did you see anything? And Azalea says, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the clearing of the throat was the best part of that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Riptide looks visibly relieved uh, at that, uh, and Rusty's like, what flashback? <laughs> What's a flashback? What's a flashback, yeah. Um, that when you light a fart. Um, <laughs> 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 Jesus. He uh, is, like, trying to keep up with the conversation, but is, like, struggling a little bit with the, like, the philosophical implications of, you know, this. Um, and the, the field of wildflowers he's in is quite a, a, quite a good size. It's like, uh, who's who's the tallest in the group? It'll be, I'm assuming, between Riptide Udo. and... Udo, Udo I, obviously. I think uh, of the players, I think it's Wolf. Yeah. Um, uh, this would like be, like... Eight. Yeah, this would be like uh, lower tit height, for lack of a better phrase. The, the, this, I would say that the 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 the, the flowers at that height get to like five foot tall. Oh, wow, so like okay. it's yeah, so it's we real... can't see Kudo. <laughs> well, no, because there's a path going through. The oh, okay, there. okay. Yeah, yeah, and so some of them are lower, some of them are higher. It's like it's really dense, a beautiful, full of uh, you know, full of insects. Like circadia buzzing, not like irritating, but like the, the the beautiful kind of floral smell. This is like the opposite of the last time you were walking through a field of flowers. Yeah. This is like it's the nice the, one. The, this is the um, this is the, there's no 
there's no organization. This is like degeneracy embraced and the the wildness of nature as encapsulated in like a in like a postcard. Um, Wolf would have gone through this before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be like a little. I mean, probably this is the only time you've walked through it like it with a romantic eye. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but well, I was just like, like she you, has done this journey before. Yeah, so you've went. walked this way before. This is yeah. not new. It's it's probably probably looking slightly more golden than it has mm -hmm. done before. I will say. Generally, I think Wolf would not be walking through it this time of day. She would be further along in her journey. So it's like it's like the golden hour. Yeah, it's like so. Yeah. Everything's like uh, all the ins. It's a lovely warm day. Uh, there's a slight breeze that the the perfume from the flowers is being picked up. Uh, Rusty is a little bit distracted and dare I say bored by this conversation so he reaches up uh, gr tugs at Lou's arm uh, and at Kudo and then like uh, Wolf and Laffy's like guys 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 sh sh shall we play hide and seek in the flowers <laughs> that sounds like a so. wonderful idea oh. Laffy's gonna put her hands over her eyes and start counting like, yeah uh, one, Rusty looks up at two. Lou and goes that's because you're going to be no good at it Lou yeah <laughs> Uh, and so he like dashes off. Um, so uh, yeah, so he d jumps into the flowers. Is anyone mm. going to be playing hide and seek with Rusty? Yeah, Laffy's counting. If anybody Laffy's else counting. wants to hide, is anyone else hiding? I'm just seeing if anyone else can say anything. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say out loud. I'm gonna play as well. Yeah. Go into the field, and as soon as I'm basically in the flowers, I will just turn into. <laughs> A fork. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Wow, that's okay, cheating. That, that's cheating. Uh, yeah. So so Lou rolled a fifteen. Uh Rusty is got disadvantage because he's wearing plate mail. Uh -huh. Um Oh no, he isn't wearing plate mail. He's not. Why is he not he's not. He's just mail? he's taking it off, he's just walking his leathers, isn't he? Oh, is uh, Twenty. So Rusty nice. is canonically stealthier than uh, Lou today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so dressed in all greys can't hide in a field of flowers. How exactly, yeah. Uh, you won't need a bonus because you are just a fork. Yeah, you so, just like, win. You, yeah, you will just win. You, unless um, someone accidentally kicks you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Azalea and a Riptide, um, I'm not going to roll for. Um, mm -hmm. Because they're not well, I can't be. Let's just say they're, they're like walking off ahead together. Yeah, yeah they're, they're they're like like they uh, Azalea is like chatting to. They're they're, they're quite buddy buddy. Those pair, mm -hmm. they've always like because they they spent more time together than anyone else. Because Azalea basically had to travel back from the Looping Vale with her, so they're they're quite buddy buddy anyway. Um, Wolf, are you hiding? Uh, yeah. So I think once everyone has like scattered a bit and Laffy's still counting, Wolf would just like the kiss the top of Laffy's head and just uh, mm -hmm. in her head just say. Um, I'll be around. Um, <laughs> That's not the game, Wolf. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Shut um... the fuck up, DM. <laughs> uh, Wolf just says, don't know how hidden I'll be, but I'll be around. Okay. So just, uh, um... just, She does, like, wander off, and she will, like, make a stealth check, but she's okay. not, like, trying to hide. Go on, uh, Let's see this number. 13. Wow, 13. terrible. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Laffy. Um, can you make, please, a couple of perception checks? Let's go for three perception checks. Three perception, three okay. perception checks. Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, holy oh. shit! Okay, so uh, the first one, you can't find Lou. Uh, I'll say you can't find Lou anywhere. Uh, you do Just see walking Rusty. Walking behind Laffy and Toto. You do see Rusty, um, but then... Um, uh, you struggle to find Wolf. No, I think what happens is as, as you're struggling, because Wolf's like watching. Yeah. Uh, Wolf just like stands up a bit. <laughs> and like, yeah, she like waves slightly and then just points to the direction you know Lou went. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I was uh. gonna say, I was gonna say, so she's like walking through these flowers, like pushing these flowers out the way, looking for people, and maybe she sees like Rusty's tail, like yeah. moving in the in the flowers, and yeah. then she spots Wolf, and she just puts her finger to her lips and goes shh, and then like points to the other side of Rusty. Yeah. So they both move around Rusty at the same time, and then jump out like boo. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so Rusty is uh, having a whale of a time. It's his turn to be uh, the searcher. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Kudo, you've won, uh, and everyone is <laughs> Wait, like slightly we pissed. Kudo. Off. Yeah, but like you've carried on walking. Now he's like a hundred feet behind you. <laughs> um, I think what he does is she just like it's like a radar. She like points in direction, starts doing telepathy. Like Kudo, yeah. Kudo, 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 Kudo. Yeah, stop cheating, you bastard. Um, Bitch, fuck you. Yeah. So uh, it's Rusty's turn to search. So uh, he encourages you all to do the best hiding job you can. Um, so if you'd like to roll another self check, self check, and describe to me how you are twenty one, what you are doing to hide. So what Lou, is what is um, Rusty wearing? What is Rusty's his, wearing? Like uh, it's it's not armor. It's very much. Is um, he wearing a backpack? Yeah, I think he'd be wearing a back, carrying a backpack. Oh, He's got his armor in it. I will no, try. To, I will try to hide myself as a fork in his backpack, or like in the that's bottle. so cruel. Yeah, this yes. is this is this is a this dick guy's move. an idiot. He's not. He's not. He's smart. disqualified. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're out for a round. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Wolf, are you gonna hide? Uh, so the uh, only thing I'd say is that sort of as everyone starts running off, uh, Wolf just says to Laffy, um, because you've just been here before, just say, uh, I know it's about, and just like grabs her hand and starts running off to a direction. Okay. I imagine Laffy like giggling like crazy when she's running yeah. through these flowers. Yeah. She's having a whale of a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does, you... uh, she lays down on the ground and like casts Disguise Cell on herself <laughs> and makes her outfit like covered in flowers. It's that so, like, scene from fucking Hunger Games where the guy's painted his like face. Yeah, his face yeah, is yeah, on. yeah, the stupidest He's, like, scene. in the rock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I, it actually makes sense for me because I have magic and not five hours to mess around. With, uh, I feel like using mud. magic to win hide and seek so is so cheating. cheating. Yeah. I mean, it's better I mean, than you can cast pass without trace. That's true. No, we could, I'm not, I'm not could win if she wanted to. This is just fun. I'm yeah. just having fun. Uh, so I think Wolf takes go takes left to like a spot where she knows the flowers are like bigger or like spot that's like slightly out of the way that like doesn't it's like get a like, divot. Looks like yeah, a, like, like a, a divot yeah. where the flowers have come up more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she just like crouches down and then just says. I think here. Just like points next okay. to her. Okay. She's okay. like crouching like behind Wolf, like maybe like her hands on her shoulders, like peeking over her shoulders. Okay. Mm-hmm. So can you make I me a like, the whole time? Like... Nat twenty. Nat twenty <laughs> on the old stuff. Uh yeah, you are in the fucking wind. Uh fourteen. Okay, so what's his passive? Uh, I'm just looking. Well, so... I would assume he's actively looking. He is actively looking, but his passive is eleven. So he's looking around for like tracks. Uh, so he's going to make three perception checks and see if he can find people. Oh, that's performance. Can you roll like a random d20 and if Why it's below he five, he gets perception? hungry? Um... Oh, it's bloody sunlight. Uh-huh. Do they have sunlight sensitivity? I think he does. Let me just double check. Do kobolds have sunlight sensitivity? That's crazy. I think I might Maybe that's the old kobolds. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sunlight sensitivity. Yeah, I'm just going to ignore that because I hate that. Yeah, mm. I hate it. Is there a one? Do uh, only... 14. Oh, Laffy, he's after I need to roll as well. Yeah. In, uh, no, in you, you're cheating, right? Well, isn't it in order, so it's Lou with a 21, then it's me with a 27, then it's like in order of who he's looking mm. for. Uh, 
James, okay. if you roll natural 20, uh, Rusty gets hungry, reaches into his backpack, and takes a kudo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does have a hero point, actually. Jesus Christ. He does have his own hero points. So, okay, that was for Lou. He can't find Lou. Uh, so, so Rusty is, like, um, dashing from, like, uh, side of the road to side of the road. There are other people walking along the path, like, that you guys are now quite a way away from. Um, uh, la um, Azalea and Riptide are a little way ahead. Uh, they turn around to see what's going on. Uh, there's this moment of like slight laughter as they kind of mm -hmm. see you playing, um, and uh, they, there's like the normal foot traffic going on. Um, but yeah, so uh, Laffy and Wolf are hiding together in this divot. Uh, we will. Uh, would you like me to fade to black there for a moment, or would you like to <laughs> elaborate on what you're doing? Uh, I, I, they probably are like having a nice moment, just the two yeah, of them. Yeah, having a very like, think, intimate I moment. Let's I think. What, I think. Just all I'll say is that if they hear Rusty get like getting close, Wolf like pushes Lappy down further. It oh. is like like <laughs> we'll just like puts like a finger like on her lips in front of Lappy, just like a shh, as like. They hear Rusty go past. I don't know why, but I imagine that with Wolf having like a nat twenty and Laffy only having a fourteen, she's like, like I said, she's holding onto giggling. Wolf's shoulders, like giggling, mm. and then she like maybe like loses her footing on the like the divot on the floor and like slips back, but because she's holding Wolf's shoulders, she just like pulls them both back, so they're just like lying on the floor in a heap, in a heap, like giggling. Yeah, yeah just yeah. laughing. Uh, so we're seven... laughing at Laffy's head. Laffy's laughing out loud. Yeah, with a seven. Oh, that's such a weird thing to say, like, laughing in her head is so <laughs> no. creepy. Uh, she actually seven, is, I was joking. Rusty has yeah. no idea where Wolf's gone. At Sounds all. like the cold syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he's now going to search for Laffy. Realistically, the only one he's likely to be able to find is Laffy. Yeah, that's fine. Probably just... <gasps> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's it. giggling, yeah. he'd hear it, yeah. Just finds so them, I like, will say it takes him a little while. So yeah. you pair have um, a few interrupt... I will say, like... Three to five inter uninterrupted minutes of uh, giggling and rolling about in mm -hmm. the grass mm -hmm. um, before he, uh, like, I will say he's not subtle. You're not going to get caught with the proverbial <laughs> pants down. Um, you are able to. Two of them see are just making in. out and hear him chugging a lot. Yeah, yeah. Clonk, clonk, clonk. Well, he, he's like sniffing like a bloodhound, like, like trying to. Try, I try think to what happens is the two of them are like, Kissing, and then like we hear Rusty and Laffy like pokes her head up, and Rusty just sees the top of Laffy's hair. Yeah, yeah. Like, look, look, uh, raises her head just as he turns around, like nose yeah. to nose, like, <gasps> and she's like, "Clever girl." Uh, <laughs> oh, weird. Jurassic Park. Yeah, um, I know. I know what it's okay. from, James. It's the way you I said have this, it. I have this image of Rusty like walking over to them, and like Laffy's like on her back on the floor, and you know, like when you pick a child up and like hold them above you, like in the air, like a oh, I don't know what it's called, like a baby. Like a baby, like she's just holding him and she's just like laughing and they're all just like rolling around in the flowers. It's just a really sweet image in my head. Mm. Well, yeah. She's like sitting, while well, those two are having a moment, she's like sitting in the flowers, like probably a few flowers and stuff in her hair, just like smiling and looking up. Mm. Uh, so yeah, you have a, a lovely uh, late, mid to late afternoon, <laughs> fantasy mid to late afternoon, Jeez. as you walk... Fantasy mid to late afternoon. Um, <laughs> through the field of flowers... <laughs> Um, I don't want to say skipping. There is an element of skipping from Rusty. Um, Azalea and uh, Riptide uh, waited for you a little bit so you can catch up. Um, yeah. Uh, Riptide, has, her mood has calmed. Certainly. Anxious. 
Um, and as she sees like Laffy mm-hmm. looking a little bit more disheveled than perhaps you've seen her before. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I won't say that. Maybe like uh, slightly more dis- disheveled, but like you know, uh, a little bit more uh, relaxed, like uh, grass stains. You know, uh, imagine. Yeah, I mean, like Laffy's got like bits of grass in her hair. She looks yeah. like, both chaotic. Both probably have loads of flowers in their hair. Yeah, just from yeah. like because <laughs> that's what they were doing with them. Yeah. Uh, this is like this conflicted look on her face. Um, and you know, you approach this. You, you pass through the the field. Uh, can I, can the, I just say, as as sort of Wolf notices that look from Riptide, uh, so Laffy, she's just going to say in Riptide's head, um, "It's nothing to be ashamed of. You are a wonderful person." Uh, she doesn't respond to that. She um, like kind of clams up a little bit, um, uh, and then we'll resume walking. Uh, but as you you pass through the the farmlands, the 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 uh, harvests aren't quite ready yet. The uh, corn, hmm, whatever, various vegetables corn. are. Gents, uh, corn doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yeah, <laughs> wheat. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the barley is not quite ready yeah. for harvest. Um, I only pick that because it's visually like what I think of when I think of like farms is wheat. Um, yeah. So there, there's a rapeseed on one side. So anyone with hay fever is fucking dying. There's <laughs> barley on the other. Uh, you you're passing through. Uh, you uh, and you're approaching. As the day starts to wind down, uh, the light starts to fade. Um, you approach this kind of. Uh, it, it looks to be quite a permanent installation of like tents. Um, it's not gated, but there is there's clearly like an entrance, uh, and there is a uh, you know it's like, like, a, a, like, a, like a gazebo with mm. like uh, torches and stuff that's being lit, a large um, barbecue kind of cooking area with like a pot, uh, some grills that are being sparked up, uh, and there's, there's there's probably like forty to fifty people like milling around in the general area, all sorts of people, um, kind of like pick a race, you see them there. And uh, Wolf, you would know this is like a fairly common place for people to stop. Uh, it's on the edge of this uh, quite a sharp drop. Uh, so uh, visually, it's like a very pleasant place. It's like it's got a great view of the uh, the the landscape. Uh, it's like it's not the safest because it's like it has different people there every night. But it's not like a place that is known for its criminal activity because it's it's generally traders on the way back or the way there. So they you know they have like reasonable security there, and people don't tend to mess with the traders because they mm-hmm. have a very like finite view of dealing with uh, like highwaymen. Um, and like people just kind of like yeah don't don't do it. Yeah. Um, but like it's not unusual for things to perhaps go missing if you're not looking after your tent. Um, there are you know there are families there. Um, it is a it is a. I don't know whether or not Wolf would have stopped there. Um, you can do the journey like in a day if you really push yourself. Wolf probably uh, would have done that uh, on her like times normally, but I think mm. obviously she knows a bit about this place, so she just says to everyone, "Um, this is a relatively safe place to stay for the night. Um, just be wary of, you know, just keep your pockets." I think uh, for for the UK residents. Imagine this is like a budget hotel in Blackpool. All right. <laughs> okay. That's, that, that's the vibe. Is this, is this Greencrest? No. This is, this is like a this is like an unnamed campsite. Common like, okay, cool. I, if it has a name, I haven't. I yeah. like 
it, it might well have a name that's just been blitzed with time. Uh, yeah, like yeah. it would just be the campsite. I mean, you see people um, who are not staying in there who set up their own campsites away from it because they will ask you for money. Like they will charge you to stay in here. Um, but like there are like the things like it's a huge group of people, so it's just not attacked. Uh, there are places to like wash and change, uh, places mm -hmm. to cook. Um, you don't necessarily have to set a watch, things like that. It's mm -hmm. it's just a convenient place for people to. And I say there's this. Uh, it's a very um, uh, what's the word like scenic place, especially at night, mm -hmm. uh, because it looks over the entirety of the south of Algadain, uh, over the Caustic Flats, which are like lush farmlands. Uh, but because it's like it's a descending view. Um, it's like breathtaking. You can see like the horizon from the distance over the ocean. Uh, sometimes you see dragons, like like uh, deep dra uh, um, like dragons flying at night, like like generally younger ones. Uh, but it's visually very very pretty place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think uh, we is there like you know you said there's not like gates, but you know like entrances. Yeah, so it's like the the the, the top tent. Um, it's not super expensive. It's like uh, five silver per uh, like. Uh, and you were kind of expected to bring your own food, but you can use yeah, own food. Like five silver. Five silver. Uh, Fuck that! I will, they will pay for the party. I was, was going to say uh, Wolf would pay for the party. Okay. Yeah. Nah, oh, no, yeah. Five silver per pack. So that would that would cover the. <laughs> I'm gonna give her four everyone. gold. Uh, so how much is it? It's how many? Five silver for the pack. I've given her four gold. That's like eight times more. Didn't, than you, say, didn't you say five silver per person? No, per patch. So uh, like, how per, many like, would we need? Uh, I mean, how many others? Oh, there's quite a few, actually. Seven? Seven of you. I'm... Uh, I would seven. say two patches. Okay. So I'm give yeah. her two gold. What? You need to give her one. I need one. It's silver. Yeah, but I give her two gold. Okay. okay. I just... Well, I you I can't it. understand you guys sometimes. I, uh, you baffle me. Sure. Yeah, she um, just gives a gold to the person. No! Yeah. I've given what? her two gold. For the party. Shut up. So you've got four patches. Uh? No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just giving her an extra gold for the service. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Fine. Sorry, I was really struggling for a moment there. So we're you get uh, American just being nice. That's fine. We'll no, that's, that's we'll fine. Go, we'll go crazy. Um, she's like, great, and she pockets the gold <laughs> and gives you two like like receipts. Um, for for each. I just say, and... can we get it? I just like hand the person five, uh, five silver. Can we get the a, th a third patch, yes, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, we're gonna put you near, near the bluff, and basically, they—it's a little bit further away to have three patches together. Uh, mm. You'd need to go a little bit further, kind of out of the um, the hustle and bustle. So it'd be a little bit of a quieter area, kind of away from the road, uh, very near this, uh, like this. Uh, I'll use the word cliff, but it's not high enough to be a cliff. It's like a, a severe edge with like yeah. a thirty-foot drop. Um, that you could, and the, but like if you walk like twenty yards to one side, you could like just walk around mm -hmm. it, kind of thing. But it's like it's the it's like it's, she's given you like a really nice place, like she mm -hmm. like the place where like the, the artists would want to be, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So right. She's given you that, and she explains you know where the lavatories are. Um, spoiler: I wouldn't use the lavatories, but awesome. she so uh, shows you where you can like get uh, clean water and. Um, uh, you know, do some cooking if you wanted to, mm -hmm. and there's, there's like a uh, a communal feel to it. There are you know like, there are people who are swapping stories, songs, like impromptu like songs 
breaking out every day. Like, like a campfire and somebody yeah, it's, playing Wonderwall. Kind of like a Butlins. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a Butlins. Um, I mean, there are there are people like it's not all scenic. There are people who are arguing. Uh, you know, that it's it's a normal place. It's Is not there no a guy one... walking around in a dragon suit singing songs? There's there's a lot of like topless fat. Uh, humans walking it's around like yelling for their kids. It's a caravan. Yeah, park, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is they're like a mascot that's like walking around saying, "Oh, like, I see what you mean." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he, he's like he, he he's only operates in really inconvenient hours. So, awesome. cool. you know. Um, Beginning, imagine like, Rusty would be terrified to... of him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when a kid's scared of a mascot, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh god." Uh, but yeah, she tells you where to go. You uh, weave your way through the campsites, and they are pretty higgledy piggledy. They are not, you know, like there are clear patches that are outlined by stones. Um, a lot of people are like encroaching on other ones and small, but very like quite intense, uh, not on my backyard style arguments have broken out in some places. Um, your patch is kind of away from everywhere, though you like, like she has to shoo away someone who was trying to use that spot for, you know someone else um and you guys have like she looks at you expectantly and goes do, do you have tents yes okay wonderful well uh good luck um breakfast isn't included and she just walks off and spend the next 20 minutes each putting up tents yeah <laughs> i make a very clear point of setting down pieces of paper like warnings that say like if you enter without permission you lose a foot and a head for every second oh my god there are a lot of kids about who are fascinated and may lose feet. Two of them test that theory. I cast fireball. I try to intimidate, like I try to like raise the knife and like intimidate them. Oh my god! I'm not going to them. I just want to scare them off. This is a family, like you might get thrown out. Confiscate lose knife. I was gonna say as Lou was doing that. Uh, also say in Lou's head, I would be careful. This is a place with people. Um, did it, you know, if I don't children. Stop, then more will come. We're they called the bluff. We're enjoying. I have to make an example out of them. Lou, <laughs> Fine, but if if anything is get half the knife, but if anything gets <laughs> stolen, I'm blaming you, and you're paying for. It. Fine, but then she so Wolf says like... that's Wolf, Wolf says that's fine out loud, and in Lou's head, she says, "I would be careful. I'm being nice, but you're still on thin ice." Lou like gives Wolf like a serious look, like not necessarily disagreeing, but like acknowledging what she said, and like just like goes into her tent. Just... And then she she just says, "Ford goes into tent." We're all trying to have a nice time before whatever we have to do next, so just... We're meeting your parents, what are you expecting to happen? Well, we have Greencrest first, and then I'm not... I'm sl slightly nervous about meeting my parents. Um, again, but no, uh, Runo as well. Um, it's not all sunshine and daisies. I hope yours are better than mine. You... So what happened there? Mm -hmm. Um, have a good night. Yeah, sure. Uh, what are you guys doing for food? Like, it's it's very rough and ready here. The, there are I places you can prepare... get, like, you can buy it. Or... I oh, did prepare your sandwiches, you? sandwiches, yeah. That's true. Yeah, but yeah, all those, okay. like, high-end expensive sandwiches that she spent four hours making last night or some shit. 
Yeah, I think we'll all just sit around and eat the sandwiches yeah. that Lou made. I made 21 and we're seven people, so yeah. three days. I think that's reasonable for How a sandwich. How big are these sandwiches? I don't think a single sandwich can... Well, I it's mean, they... had ham and cheese sandwich. Oh, yeah. that's so... With okay. a little bit of butter. Okay. Yeah. With, um, well, as you've walked, um, how obvious, I, I don't know if it's been covered, would you have let Azalea and Rusty know they lost time? It wasn't that long. It wasn't, but I mean, like would you let them minutes. know that stuff happened between them when yeah. they were frozen? Yeah, okay. sure. that's fine. So uh, you make that aware, like them aware. What what information do you give them? Like, and because also Laffy doesn't know what happened either. Yeah, I think maybe while they're all sitting around eating sandwiches, uh, I think maybe they'd just be talking about it. And um, we, the four of us, uh, and uh, me, Kudo, Lou, and Richard, while we were getting the stuff, um. This it was like energy was coming from the staff was making us relive um memories or um uh memories with lots of emotions. <laughs> uh, I did send it earlier. Okay, cool. Um But uh it wasn't that long. It was it wasn't more than like three minutes, was it? Three or four minutes. Um, tops. I mean, there was the because they were frozen whilst you and Lou had the conversation as well. So oh, that's true. Probably so closer to like, like eight, twenty minutes. minutes. Okay, yeah, like tops twenty minutes. Okay. Like maybe not. Those um, yeah, we all. I won't get into it because I'm sure not everyone's comfortable talking about it. Um, but we all had memories with certain emotions. Um, wasn't the nicest, but it's wasn't too bad. At least I. It wasn't too bad for me. It's not about everyone else. You're saying this out loud, yeah? Yeah, I'm saying this to everyone. Sort of sitting around the thing. I don't know about that, Wolfie. I uh, wouldn't like to relive it. Well, of course. I'm just... um, Yeah, sorry. Um, you want to share them? Mine, I mean, I don't mind, but not, not if you're comfortable. And I think you're the person to share it if you. I personally wouldn't like to share, but if you think it's needed, you can I share. I think it's fine if you want. If you're not comfortable with it, I think it's fine. Well, I hope not. you're all okay. Yeah, I just happy you're okay. She'd like look at Riptide and just give her like a soft sort of like awkward smile. Like, I, we can talk about it if you want to. No, I don't think so. It's uh, we just got a bit of a, a bit of an insight into what everyone else was thinking. Yeah, and it, uh, or you know, some things we saw, some things that uh, I would have rather not shared. But uh, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We're, we're all good here. Uh, some 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 quite cool things we saw. I remembered uh, how I got my sash. As she pulls out this pike, because I, I remember it really well. Uh, getting it, uh, and uh, it's, it stayed with me all this time. You know, and I don't know if you've ever seen it. And she kind of like hands it uh, around the group. Um, mm. I don't know if anyone's like seen it, but it's this. It's a pike. Uh, with this uh, beautiful li living coral head, Ooh. 
um, that like it's it's still clearly alive, and it's like it's perpet like the head of it where the corals live is like perpetually wet, and like it's like generating its own water, um, and she passes it round uh, the group, and as it kind of comes past uh, Rusty, uh, like he's really really interested in it. Uh, it like like holds on to it for a few minutes as she uh, kind of relays the story. So the the, the most of the groups heard this, but she relay, relays the story of like being underwater in the coral reef at night, hunting for this like uh, like legendary weapon, uh, mm. and the great dragon Algad flew past and hovered up uh, beneath the moon, and the moonlight strobing for its wings highlighted this sword. Um, sorry, this sword, this pike. She swam down, got it, and it's been with her ever since. Uh, and it's like one of it's like this moment that she like felt the most excited she'd ever felt as she found this, uh, you know, this really cool weapon. Mm-hmm. And she's relaying this story um, and like really elaborating on it to kind of, you know, she's really going into detail that that you guys who saw the memory, uh, you don't quite remember that amount of detail. Like <laughs> when you saw her memory of it. Uh, she's she's really selling like the big fish story kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, re- really making a meal out of it. Uh, Rusty is like not is like half listening and like examining the pike, and he goes, "I have a dream about a thing of this um, from when when I woke up for the first time, um, but it was an it was an axe." And she's just like, no, yeah, that's 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 great, Rusty. Um, <laughs> uh, and like, and she carries on with the talk. So she's telling you know about how when she got it, there was like hammerhead sharks and all all this, and like you know, uh, man of war jellyfish and all this. Um, and he's like running his hand along it, um, and as he do, does so, like it doesn't. It's not like he cuts himself, but like he runs his hand al- along the blade of it, uh, like along the side of it, and the coral reacts to him touching it. And the uh, the blade morphs and changes, and like it's it kind of like cracks and grows. Uh, it's still very very wet, but it changes from a pike. Uh, the the shape of it completely changes into this coral headed gray axe, Which kind of just wow. like at his touch. Um, and uh, Riptide like jumps to a feet, like Rusty, what the fuck you done to my what you done to my pike, man? Uh, she like picks it up, uh, like she's like this look of like anger on her face at first and she snatches it off him um uh, but as she she looks up at it it's still like the same weapon but it's got the it's it's this this gray axe now um and it's like it's slightly heavy you can see like she's just getting used to it she goes what did you do there mate uh and he just kind of like shrugs and goes it, it felt like how it did in my dream and like he, like he just like goes back to what he was doing before like, he's not bothered by it wait uh, see, what she, do you mean about your dream well, I think. I, sorry, Ned. When um, Riptide got angry and like jumped up, I can picture like Laffy putting herself between them, sort of, and like not looking angry, but looking quite like "don't do anything." <laughs> kind of just standing, looking at Riptide, like careful. Yeah, he. So as she like, uh, that's a quite interesting thing, actually. That's quite cool. Uh, so when she, when you interpose herself. Um, she doesn't push past you. She doesn't push past you. Um, I'm imagining it's like obviously it's quite like a maternal uh, thing. Uh, like yeah. it kind of diffuses her. I don't know if she's angry at Rusty. That's not. She's like more annoyance, annoyed, yeah. and uh, frustrated, confused. What the hell's he just done? Like this kid has played with my uh, transformer and like turned Optimus Prime into Galvatron somehow. <laughs> um, uh, what the hell? 
Um, but there's this, like you say, there's this annoyance there, um, and that diffuses slightly. Uh, she's not like she's not like she's going to batter him. No, um, but, but yeah, she like she, she takes so she kind of like it's not just like flash of yeah yeah. And so she walks around and, and like doesn't snatch it off him, like takes it off him. Um, I'm just going to post it into general. Um, but it's this, uh, it's it's this, it's gone from this very elegant looking pike that always sort of looked a little bit unnatural for her because she was like stabbing at things and it wasn't super barbarian-y for mm. uh, I, i'm not describing that very well um but now she's got it in her hands and it looks it, it's a great axe it looks barbaric Ooh. and she's holding it and she looks really happy with it um like she says well rusty if i've got anything uh, anything else uh you want to turn into something cool like this do you reckon you can do it and he's like no that's the only one well that was the only one that i've seen in my dream uh and then just like goes like back to like picking at you know whatever he uh, picking at his sandwich I feel um, like Luffy would sort of like once it had like died down and you know she realized that Riptide was okay and not gonna knock his head off um she'd sort of just like take his hand and like lead him a little bit away not like out of um what's the word I'm looking for earshot mm -hmm. um but just sort of so he was like you know like a one-on-one -on -one. Mm -hmm. um and she'd be like did you say you remembered it from before you woke up I, I, it's like a dream. I don't really remember. It's just like a dream of this, and this is one of the things in my dream. And I thought it was like dreaming of weapons. Was like I didn't want to tell anyone, but like I didn't see them, like being used. I just saw them. Did you have any other dreams? I, I don't really remember them. This is I only remembered it when I saw it. But he passed me the the five. Were you? Tell me if you remember anything else. I, I definitely tell you about my dreams. That is a sentence you will learn to regret. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, I was eating this cake and then... Yeah, <laughs> yeah Laffy, then Laffy, Laffy, Laffy could talk was, to... One day I was used. <laughs> <laughs> Laffy would talk to Rusty about anything. She doesn't care. She just, you know... But yeah, that was, yeah, in, he, that was he, interesting he, to her. So she's like... That, like it's interesting because it's like... He doesn't think his dreams mean anything. He doesn't really understand what he's done. Yeah. Uh, but I, if, I, if I have a dream about any more weapons, I'll tell you. Okay. Rusty's boss Rusty, just in future, um, if you mm, have any dreams like that again, maybe just ask first. Well, if he Before passed it around, change... I didn't know what I happened. know, I know, I know. And it's not, you know, nobody's fault. You didn't do anything bad. It's just some people... I don't want people to get cross with you. If, if you cross with me? No, um, no, no. You look, she's like... She's having a blast. <laughs> yeah, she like points her and she's like, no, no, she she loves it. Um, But just at first, she seemed a little bit confused. So... Just, um, just now we know that that's something that you can do. Um, maybe we'll we'll uh, talk about it before you do it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't know what I did to it though. Well, we'll I just we, we, it. we can figure it out. Yeah. It was really cool though. Yeah, 
Well, I'm going to go bed that if that's okay. Yeah, you uh, you rest up. Did you finish the sandwich? No. Okay. Are you not hungry? It's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> she just takes a cookie out and gives him a cookie. <laughs> uh, he prefers his sandwiches with Nutella. That's fair, so... Nutella's a thing? In the end, fancy. Lavi's going to have to find some hazelnut to make some Nutella. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yes. Sorry, now I want Nutella. Um, but yeah, so uh, that is uh, what Rusty does. He uh, takes himself to a tent. Uh, Riptide takes herself to a tent. Azalea takes herself to a tent. Um, and uh, what are the rest of you doing? As the NPCs disappear? <laughs> uh, I don't know what Kudo and uh, Lou are doing, but the only thing I'd say is if Laugh were to go back to the tent, there would be sort of a small note in Wolf's handwriting. Um, it just says, um, if you leave the tent, <laughs> just like give that instructions, like when she leaves the tent, look around and then uh, just like find Wolf. Okay. Yeah, she would. Um, I guess it's like turn left, walk yeah, five paces, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah, she'd follow those instructions. Uh, and so actually, does you see Wolf sitting on like the? Because it's it's not a cliff; it's like a steep hill. Yeah. Um, sort of just like sitting on the um, hill, like uh, sort of like legs down over the side, just like looking out at the view. She'd just sit down next to you. Probably look down and be like, Whoo. It's only 30 <laughs> feet. It's not a cliff, okay. is a very aggressive word for. Well, I don't want to call it a steep hill. Steep hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, like, it's the edge of it, is what I'm trying the, the you know, so you can dangle your legs off the side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think as Laffy sits down, uh, Wolf would just like put her hand on top of Laffy's mm-hmm. uh, and just sort of look at her and just like smile. You okay? Yeah, I'm. I'm good, actually. Um, how are you? She just, like, grins and shrugs. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of information. Mm. I, I get it. Um, when you were in the water, the pool, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> it was, I was nervous. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm endlessly glad you're alright. Um, and those uh, visions, those memories that we had, um, it just reminded me of how much that my brain thinks about you. And me, me. yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, one of the, as Riptide was describing, one of the things was excitement and joy and immediately my mind just went to you she's like beaming in in more ways than one she's <laughs> got that like very slight little glow going on she's like oh uh so i think wolf just like leans in slightly closer uh like puts her arm around like on laffy's like shoulder and pulls her in and just says i have always been scared to say it but I love you too. She's like visibly excited. You know the little like kicking her legs thing. Yeah, <laughs> her legs are like dangling <laughs> over the cliff, and she's just like. <laughs> and 
whatever comes next, I'm happy that we can spend it together. Me too. And just leads in and kisses her. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go on. Was <laughs> no, that, what's that's, everyone else doing? That's, that's all I have, yeah. That's all I have. Uh, Kudo and Lou, are you doing anything before you retire for sleep? is sitting in her bedroll and she's like staring at uh, the dagger she used to stab the tree with and her other hand is absentmindedly like rubbing her nape where the mark is is like thinking about should she reveal the entire her story to the rest of the party or should she keep it uh, a secret as long as possible despite knowing what could happen if they when they go back to the city mm. how will she decide oh you flip no just kidding uh, <laughs> she does Lou and Lou's player need to think more about that mm-hmm Lou uh, and the person standing behind controlling Lou need to think about it. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah. Is Kudo doing anything before uh, we end, end the night? Uh, yes, since I, during that day, also got the upgrade to the sword, I will, uh, before um, going to bed, kind of think into the sword, t- just... Basically, what I would do with Wolf's Telepathics, just not really expecting any answer with the sword, uh, and wish for or hope that the work together, let's put it that way, uh, continues to be as good since, um, since the upgrade and to get to the future that is better than all blood maze. Yeah. So as you are kind of projecting these thoughts in, um, you get a like a questioning vibe. Uh, mm, okay. This okay. Right. So you are on this uh, hill, and the stars are out in force above you. The uh, sky is full of diamonds, and the moon is large. Oh my God. Uh, it is um, not the biggest it's been. It's it's waning slightly now. You, we've had the, the peak of it, but the, 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 the moon is bright um, and the connection to the sword is at its height. Uh, you get the inquisitive feeling in your head. The inquisitive question of uh, how far will you go to see that dream come to life. Oh my god, James. Um, well, for that to answer, I would have... I would need a scenario to decide on. So, that's... So, okay, so... Um, there, there are limits to what you'll do, is what I'm hearing. Depends. I guess. Okay. Yes. No, that's fine. It's not. It's not. Not. Not a wrong answer. That's fine. Um, but we'll leave it there for tonight. <laughs>